episode 14 of the dad pod sportscast like always uh, i'm kevin on the other end Artie and john uh super bowl was a fun and exciting one uh controversy depending on what you believe a defensive holding call is but <laughs> it was fun it was good yeah i i enjoyed the game it was a good uh, game no, I, no 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 matter who was gonna win I enjoyed it as well. It was competitive. It was back and forth. Well, not really back and forth, but it was high scoring, which in today's NFL is not common in the Super Bowl. And uh, it was it was an interesting game. And there was not too many flags, thankfully, but the, the flags that got thrown were hideous at times. Um, but we'll get mm. into that. And uh, I don't. I, I don't have a problem with the Chiefs winning the game. I wouldn't have had a problem with the Eagles winning the game. I think they were very evenly matched teams. And the team that had the ball last, that that made a couple of first downs and made the smart, smart, like, big head, big, big brain plays, like not scoring a touchdown, you know, and, and sliding at the two-yard line, you know, big brain plays, wins the game, runs the clock out. Jarek McKinnon yeah. won you a Super Bowl. He could have. He could have. He could have ran in for a touchdown. Told his grandkids that he ran in for a touchdown. I heard that a hundred times this week, and but he didn't. And but he won the game, and everyone's going to remember that. They're still going to remember him doing that. I mean, he can tell his grandkids he won a Super Bowl. Like ultimately, that's that's more like, important. That's yeah, more important. Really. <clears throat> but I honestly, say. that's um, what I say. But it, it was like you said. It was it was a good back and forth game. Um, I think all doubts on Jalen Hurts kind of got washed away and, and we can see him as a like verifiable, like top level quarterback for the next decade, decade and a half. I don't think that's an argument anymore. Um, but I walked away from that game more convinced that the Eagles could have won that Super Bowl versus the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like I, I walked away from that saying, had Devonte Smith known where the fuck he was standing uh, on yeah. that like forty yard bomb, they probably could have walked away with that fucking Super Bowl. Like, had he more fucking field awareness, they probably would have won that game. You know what I mean? But I also, it is. I also think we can't. We would be remiss if we didn't bring up the fact that the uh, the NFL or the Arizona Cardinals or some combination thereof spent you know a cool eight hundred thousand dollars on this beautiful awesome uh, uh, terrible field that they played on and <laughs> that new um, grass that they said that uh, yeah grass okay so they would wheel it outside through i don't know i didn't know the stadium could wheel well, the, the stadium did that fr- from the beginning they did yeah. that right so they could wheel out the grass but you know every player was like yeah it was pretty bad bro i've so. seen i've seen better turf during a high school football championship game at hofstra than i saw at fucking oh yeah Arizona Cardinal Stadium, or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, unacceptable that the NFL doesn't just mandate that at this point every team in every city has the latest and greatest field turf, and they should they should subsidize it if the they like. I, I'm sorry, like the, we're at the point now where you know, especially with Honestly, the whole injury we, talk and all that, with a lot, you know, they all teams should have it. Full disclosure and a peek behind a curtain. We were sitting here arguing this on Sunday. And I said it to my, I think you even said it as well, to my father-in-law. We flat out said the Super Bowl should be played specifically in L.A., Las Vegas, Miami, and Dallas. 
that was that like those are the four stadiums that we came across and we're like don't and I'll give you New like, Orleans. I'll give you I'll, New Orleans. I'll, I'll even give you Atlanta. But like you have six six spots where you can do the Super Bowl. And just rotate it. Yeah, like we shouldn't be doing it in fucking Arizona. We shouldn't be doing it at uh Lucas Oil Field and other bullshit like that. Like th- th- there's no reason. Like for a while it was you get you opened a new stadium, we'll reward you with yeah, New York got a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, which will like, probably never stupid. happen again. Which shouldn't. I'm sorry. It should be played like it should be played like Kevin said. It should be played at Atlanta, Miami, New Orleans, Dallas, L.A. And even Miami. Like, look, I'm I'm a Dolphins fan, and even then, I'm like, I don't want a fucking Super Bowl at Hard Rock. Yeah, and I'm not even like, Hard I, I Rock is not even that. that great of a venue. Like, right now, it's it's, it's the city. It's, it's yeah, Miami like, can handle the. Traffic you know what I've always the- thought of like. They should make it like you should make a Super Bowl stadium, you know, like like the L.A. Coliseum, you know, like. Yeah, like, you know like the I mean? Rose like, Bowl. Yeah, like exactly, Rose Bowl. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, you, you really like let, let's fucking have it like an NFL built stadium. So no one gets the money except the NFL. Hey, here's a thought. You have a rotting and decrepit stadium in fucking Honolulu. You should probably, if you really oh, yeah. wanted to go out and fucking, like, that was your investment for 30 fucking years. How about you renovate the stadium and actually put a Super Bowl there? Just a thought. I just mean, that's actually, affiliate, I, I, see, I saw it on my honeymoon. Because the prices just spiked by 20% <laughs> going on, going on Hawaii. Fair. Fair. But no, and like Hawaiians hate hate us mainlanders. They despise us coming to their islands. Oh, they absolutely fun. do. They yeah, the, awesome. the proper term is called a howley. Yeah, howley. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I I got called that once or twice, and it was not fun. Uh, but uh, but back no, to the game. Like, it was yeah, awesome. I mean, I think we'd be remiss <laughs> if we didn't mention that uh, Patrick Mahomes put on his cape once again and decided yeah. that that uh, that third down run. Portal is his new best friend, and uh, I don't know how he made it to Disneyland with his wife and kids. Like I don't know, on a private jet and a car service. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. He he rode the minivan. Is is the best? Yeah, pretty friend. pretty much. He rode the minivan all the way to fucking Disneyland, and they look. Tordal's a hell of a drug. That's all. I'll tell you. Yeah, a hell of a drug. No, you're I right. Mean, and I and I also think, you know, um surprisingly, I think the Chiefs offensive line, a unsung hero of the game, um yes. held yes. the Eagles defense defensive line down most held of them the down game. zero sacks. There was no sacks yeah. in this game. I I said that to Kevin. There was one. There was one. There was one. Sack. There was one right. They, besides the strip sack, there was no there was, there was like, a, oh shit, somebody's got their their head rocked in this look, game. And it, it was it was clean. It was a clean there, there was a strip sack and it was legitimate and Hertz fucked that one all the he way. You didn't up. see that coming. And that second fumble was legitimate Huge. and that was that was yeah clean. i mean listen the chiefs he, he the chiefs turned, defense he made a the, football move he yeah. got hit and he fumbled that shit that game should have been and that game should have been over there rather than yeah the, i mean the, the chiefs should have had two defensive touchdowns in this game by the same player. and you know what and to be honest with you if that would have happened he's the mvp not mahomes absolutely agreed absolutely uh-huh. he's the mvp not mahomes and you know what and honestly the first strip sack of Jalen Hurts being returned 
isn't really talked about enough because it happened quote unquote early in the early game. In the game. That the Chiefs, the uh, the Eagles were driving there, and they were going to go up by fucking two scores. Mm-hmm. If if that doesn't happen, that's a totally different ball game. Ab- absolutely agree. And it's not absolutely talked about agree. enough because it happened early. So it's like, all right, it's a tie game, whatever, blah blah blah. Because also, too, the Eagles still had a ten point lead going into the half. So it was like, all right, well, it really didn't affect them, but it did. I think I think it it played a huge. You can't tell me. It, it's one thing if they got the strip sack and nothing happened, you know, they just, right. you know, punted the ball three and out, kicked the field goal, whatever. No, they scored a touchdown. They stole a possession. No, it, it, it yeah, yeah, it did. And they got the production with their offense on the sideline. It also, I, I think, you know, it, they threw off all idea of momentum that they had. Like they were moving, they were jumping, they were rolling, they were clicking. They, they looked great. And then, it all went to shit like real and, quick. You know I mean? And you saw their their style of offense, their aggressiveness on fourth down is the way of the future of the NFL. You're gonna have coaches going for it on fourth down once they hit midfield. Absolutely. That's, I that's think it. statistically that's I think a lot of the stats will tell you that that's the way to go now. Right. And the analytics will tell you that you're bet you have a higher chance of winning by going for it on fourth down in most situations. There's 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 this coach. I remember reading this article bringing that up. There was a high school football coach in Texas like seven, eight years ago now that started doing that where he would go for he would never punt at the ball. And he was like 10 and two in a season. And he just decided that year we're never fucking punting this uh, unless we're unless we're behind our own twenty we're never punting it, and they literally went for it on fourth down like seventy times that that year, and they they converted like forty times like thirty eight to forty I think it was something like a little over fifty percent, and they won most of their games and they were like well we we shouldn't have won those games we were under under talented a lot but so the, I think it's going to happen more and more I think that's going right, to pick you're, up you're going to see that pick up more and more. Um, and also we talked about time of possession in this game and it was pretty much right to the number we talked about 40, 20, they had what 36 and 36 and 45 seconds of possession. And they almost won this fucking game because of that, because they kept saying it on the broadcast Oh, the chiefs haven't run a play in 25 minutes or we, we, we called it. Like we said, if they're anywhere from 35 to 37 minutes of possession. They're no going to have a decent they're going to have a decent shot and take that fumble out of it. They win the game. Eagles yeah. win the damn game. Like that 100%. 100%. Yeah. Also can't can't be remiss to m- not mention um John I apologize for saying this. Kadarius Tony had a couple of you know, he had a touchdown catch, but he but more importantly the, the fucking punt return. The punt return. The punt return is what won <laughs> them huge. that game. Right, that was the that was the X factor of the game. That was it. No, listen, basically. I I hold no gripes because he wasn't going to play here. He didn't fit with Dayball. He was a, if he was that healthy, he would have played. But he kept saying he was hurt, so they fucking traded him. It's done. It's over with. I mean, fine. He, yeah, he, no, he could have made a claim. He could have made a claim for Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, he caught the caught the touchdown, had the big punt return. I think if he had eight catches for a hundred yards and that touchdown and that punt return, probably he would, he would have gotten well, it. Talking about like, eight catches, like 
for a while there, they got away from Travis Kelsey. And like that was, and then they were like, "Oh, we yeah, have I, Travis fucking Kelsey." I don't yeah, understand I, why. No, you're right about you're right about that. I'm glad you brought that up because he was shredding them in the like opening quarter, and they got away and, from it for like a, yeah, two, a quarter and a half, and it was like you forgot for a while, fucking for fucking 18 minutes that Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the fucking league, plays for your fucking team. Like it, it made no sense to me. And I was looking over at Artie during the game, and I was like, "You're just not gonna throw the ball." Travis Kelsey when you've had him on one-on-one mismatches the whole damn game like it it, it didn't jive I think like they got away it, it, it I mean if Kansas City would have stuck to their game plan that they were rolling with initially probably could have won by more if there's not a fumble like th- there's so many what ifs about that game as a whole that like I don't know, man. Like, it, it it came down, and it's cliche as hell to say, like, it was a game of fucking inches. Like, and I hate saying that and giving fucking Serena Williams any sort of credit. But, uh... <laughs> no, but it really was, though, because it, think about the... We just talked about it as before we, you know, booted up here. McKinnon going down at the fucking two-yard line you know, that close to fucking really sealing the game, but he right. did what the smart thing was going down, big brain play, running out the clock, kick the field goal with three, with what, 10 seconds left, eight seconds. Right. right. And then, and then, and then the Eagles had six seconds or eight seconds to, to do something play. and it didn't right. even happen. It was, you know, I mean, that's how close it was. And and I see people bitching about it now and saying it was Bush League to kneel and all that. Like, no, it's no, not. That's no, it's not. You're seeing the Super Bowl on the fucking line? No, it's not Bush League. Cut the crap. Listen, you're in like, the position to win. You do it. You do what you got to do. Wanna, you want to say that it's not a great way to end the Super Bowl? It's not an appealing way t- for the fans to watch? 100%. That's the, that's the, that's the ugly side of football where it's, it's not the sexy thing to do. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen Mahomes fucking underhand throw to Kelsey and he runs someone over to score a touchdown. Yeah, that's what everyone wants to see. But no, you're fucking playing to win. You're secure you're literally the fucking bag. Just like that, secure the it. win. Get the win. Because guess what? No one in Kansas City is talking about how well they should have fucking kneeled. They should. You don't have to like it, but you but you do what you have to do to win. Right. No, absolutely. And they secured the bag. They secured the win. And Travis Kelsey's catching fucking fireball shots out on a fucking parade float. Like, that's all that matters. Like, they had three million people show up to a fucking, like, parade. And not one of them, like you said, is saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't have fucking kneeled. Like, none of them care. All they care about is they all got the They all got the chip. They're good. Yeah. Exactly. And now they're a dynasty. Now they're officially a dynasty. Now, I mean, Mahomes said he's not there, not, but they are it's close. It's close. Well, I mean, he, he give, also talked a bunch of shit at, like him and Kelsey talked to Braun. Well, I don't really want to hear Kelsey talking about how no one thought the Chiefs could win. Like you're the number top, one seed. Shut the fuck up. They like, were a top like, team all year. They their offense somehow got better after trading Tyreek Hill. Like, I don't know what he's well, talking about. The, the the comment that got me was I don't know if it was Kelsey or Mahomes, but they're saying 
they said it was going to be a rebuilding year, and then we won a Super Bowl in our rebuilding year, and I was like, man. So, guess what? It's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, but no one talked. No one thought that the Chiefs were really tearing it down. They went 14-3. and Right. That, that, right. That's exactly, like, that's my point. Like, you, you were not rebuilding. You were remodeling, motherfucker. Like, right, you, retooling, you, were, you know, re, yeah. rearming, if you will. And you, you, were, and you beat three good teams, like three very good teams to get to the yeah, Super Bowl. You you weren't you weren't rebuilding. You were putting in a new vanity. Fuck you. Like I, that's <laughs> yeah. what I don't here. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But it, it it like credit where credits due. Like the Chiefs, yeah, like Chiefs are not a dynasty. Like you kind of have to be at this point though. Like the amount of times they've gone to the AFC championship game, like the dominance during the regular season, the two Super Bowl wins, like arguably you had the best quarterback in the game. According to fucking Dan Orlowski, the number two fucking quarterback all time. I still don't understand that one, but not yet. Not yet. Not ever. He's not there yet. Nah, not ever. You have to win three more Super Bowls before I go go there. Three. Oh, that's I, what I, I mean. I give him two. Like if he was listen, he's already he's time already time. a Hall of Famer, but yeah, he's not, he is. He's not all time top five yet. You know. He's probably sixth, sixth or seventh, but uh, not top five, not yet. No, not get, yet. Get, get get me another one, and and we'll talk. But it is it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, right. And and, and that team that that team's stacked now. Like, I mean, it, it's stacked then, it's stacked now. Like, but you, you did something for the legacy now. Like, Travis Kelsey's probably Hall of Famer now. Like, probably. Yeah, he's probably getting in now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, you, it's, it's, it's fair. It's not unfair you, though. His stats are good. Yeah, but like you, 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 you've also done wonders for a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster. You know what I mean? You've done wonders. Yep. Saved, saved his for, career. Right, like you did wonders for a guy like MBS. Now MBS can say, "Fuck it, I'm a Super Bowl winning co-fucking wide receiver," and now I'm now you got to pay me. 10 to 15 million dollars a year like that that's the reality of it like that's right he has that on his resume now like even though did he really contribute that much probably not but hey that that, that that's what he's gonna fucking go for on the open market when pacheco comes up for a fucking contract watch out watch yeah. out he's gonna demand some fucking cash like it but like well, it comes down so. to that's why you can't keep all the most teams can't right. keep all like guys the yeah, so now the question to me is, yes, you're a dynasty, but how long can you keep it together? How long is that window staying open? You know what I mean? Like, you have Mahomes, and granted, like, as long as you have Mahomes, the window is always going to be open. But, like, to what degree are you always going to have a shot? You know what I mean? Like, is this going to be a Patriots thing where you have a shot every fucking year for the next decade? Or is is at some point... Well, Mahomes is going to have to take a pay cut off. to do that because... Because Brady, because if you remember, Brady was not getting, you know, he was not getting top dollar for a long time while he was, you know, especially in the last six, seven years he was in New England. Right. So, so he gonna... has a 46 and a half, no, almost $47 million cap hit next year. So, you know, I don't know what their cap situation is. I didn't go that far into the detail, but. You know, he signed through fucking 2031. So, yeah. you know, he's he's going to be on the team. He's not going anywhere, obviously, blah, blah, blah. 
and and but, maybe that contract looks more and more palatable as the years go on with the salary cap going up and like you know inflation maybe that's the idea i don't know well that's the whole thing when he signed this i remember everyone was like he he signed it it was a 10 year 450 million dollar deal you know like everyone was like holy shit but you know it's actually pretty team friendly because after um next year is when they really he's really not a big um all his guaranteed money's done. Right. Oh yeah. Twenty four thirty seven nine for guaranteed money. His cap number kind of fluctuates, but it's not right. It's not terrible. But that's where they could restructure, but also it's because his base salary goes up. They could yeah, turn that into salary. signing bonus. Right. You know, so and signing bonus and, goes down, and, right? And, right. And, well, the cap hit goes down. If they if they convert base to signing bonus, the cap goes down, and you're just mortgaging out the future. But again, this is when he's 34, 35 years old, right? You know, he's not going to make thirty eight million dollars. Yeah, he's, he's twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got five. He's got you know the next two years basically are you know, are what they are. And then after 25, they'll probably, or even after next year, though, they could re restructure. Although he might, if they, if they go back and they, if they repeat, let's say they win the Super Bowl again next year, he's coming back and wants to, he'll want another, you know, 10 years, you know, basically he'll want to have an extension on that and be more bonus money. Yeah, they'll probably do. They also have what is it that's in here too? I think it's like workout and roster bonuses, or so those um, are small though. Those are hit. Those are five hundred thousand. Well, I think like certain things, like as the years go on, like uh, what do you call it? Fully guaranteed stuff if he's on the roster by certain days or whatever. You know, third lead day, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like the Derek Carr situation where, yeah, if they're going to get him, they have to do it or they have to cut him because the guarantees kick in. I mean, so I mean, we're really Patrick Mahomes not getting cut. Like, let's be, let's get on. No, let's no, 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 no. I'm mean, yeah, not, 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 no. Like, I'm not worried about that. He's your franchise, and he's going to be your franchise for the fucking foreseeable future and a half. So, you know what, too? And we it say this, I say this all the time about salary caps in the NFL every year. Teams that look like they can't like pay their bills, like somehow manage to figure it out. So, right. like, you know what I mean? We, like, we, uh, yeah. Whatever, like, what do you quote? Where is? Hold on, I'm just trying to find him. Where does we've that... said it so many times since in the 14 episodes, but it's kicking the can down the fucking. You know what I mean? It's like, all it is. Uh -huh. It's all it is. Yeah, Isaiah Pacheco makes fucking eight hundred thousand dollars. Haves and the have-nots, man. <laughs> like your skill position players outside of Travis Kelsey really don't make a lot of money. Not, no. not running backs. Not no. He makes he makes he's gonna make eight hundred thousand dollars next year. Like that's like cheap. You you're not gonna like I said. Their skill position players really don't make that much money outside of MVS. Which begs the question: a little closer to home, what do the Giants do with a certain running back? On <laughs> well, I, they need to sign that quarterback first. Yeah. No, here I know. I know. They need to sign the quarterback first, and then we could talk about Saquon Barkley because that 
No, you're right. You're right. It's it's, it's, it's getting it's ridiculous. Now. The uh, the the other question from the Super Bowl, and since we've touched a lot on Mahomes, is you know, and we mentioned early a little bit that this leaves Jalen Hurts solidified in his position. Where do you guys think he ranks now after this performance? He played a really good game, other than being you know the couple of plays that he would want back, obviously with the fumble and whatnot, but couple of plays other than that played an excellent game would have been Super Bowl MVP for the Eagles had they won a hundred percent so you know rushed for three fucking touchdowns and threw another I mean come on he basically carried the entire offense um you know so where do you think he ranks now does he does he put himself on the, the Mahomes uh you know the Mahomes level, basically. You know, I'm trying. To well, I'll be honest with you. I I thought he was going to be the MVP this year. I guess that in those that those three weeks where he was out, that he was hurt, right? Kind of hurt him, I guess, a little bit. But if he could, if he could do what he did in 23, if he could do what he did in 23, what he did in 22, he's he's a top 10, no doubt. You know, possibly top five. Top five, right? You know, because and as we just talked about it, the best part of the whole thing is he's mad cheap right now. So he's on the he's on the rookie he's on the rookie deal. So there's really, you know, this is the time to capitalize on it and get capitalize on that right because 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 honestly, their um their Offense probably isn't going anywhere right now, but their defense, a lot of guys not might not stick around or a lot of guys are going to demand money, especially after the year that they had. True. So, you know. I mean, if the rumor and innuendo is to believed, supposedly Patrick Sertain's second is on the market. And I could see them making a play for him. I could see Howie making a play for him. They're really going to trade a guy who's been in the league two years already? They want to get rid of him? Supposedly, 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 uh, and Sports Illustrated confirmed it as well. That's crazy. The Broncos and freaking Peyton want to flip either him or Jerry Judy for draft picks and make a run at it in draft do I think it's smart? No. Did I expect Sean Payton to do some shit like this? Yes. Well, he's going to try and make his, what do you call it? His make splash. his mark. I, I get yeah. that. I but mean, now Patrick Sertain, man, like he's the best player you got on that fucking team. Like, could could also him? be just Justin Simmons. I'm reading it. That that that's that's the other guy I heard. I heard. Well, the problem. Well, the problem is Denver only has fucking. Five picks, right? I right. I think the idea is that Pey- Sean Payton wants to basically have, you know, give me tw- give me eleven picks this year. Let's restock the let's restock the cabinets, you know, something like that. Yeah, You're not going to see closer to the draft, but I mean, but it's it's the idea of we're going to suck. I know we're going to suck. Give me the draft. Like Artie saying, give me the draft picks and, and let me fucking let me build. That's give me my, give me two years and let me get these rookies. Let me, let me fill out my roster with a bunch of problem guys. is they're still in quarterback fucking cap hell. Yep. Yeah. And that's going the, to be, Oh God, that's the problem. It's like, so it's, dumb. Cause they can't so get rid bad. of They're screwed. I mean, the Peyton's basically, they have to, 
they have to promise him in blood that he's got four years. That's that's, so that's really the only way that this is going to work is that that basically either he's like I can fix Russell Wilson for a year to be serviceable, two years, and then we can cut him. That's the only way. Like it's it's three. They got to wait another two years before it's even for feasible for yeah. them to cut him and eat it right yeah because this year it's almost three years art this year if they cut him it's a dead cap hit of 107 million right that's not happening that's half and then next year it's 85 so and it's then the three year, years so it's then the year after that, 25 it's 50 so like that still sucks that's still terrible oh my god yeah i'm looking at it now they can't cut him until 26 after 26 or in the 26 season in the 26 season after 25 after yeah, if they cut them if where... they cut them and if they cut them after june 1st it's 18 million if they cut them before june 1st it's 31 million dead so cap. bad so Good bad God. who designed this contract <laughs> who was the moron because they didn't because the problem is they thought they were getting the russell wilson of 2017 and 18 when they won the super bowl and a fresh place, you know, fresh start, the whole thing. And they threw the fucking checkbook at him. And there you go. Yeah. And it was like, we have a defense that can win a championship. And right. They we thought they Jerry were quarterback Judy, away. Yeah. yeah. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, you know, they decent had a decent running, line. decent offensive line, decent running game, and a good defense, and they thought they were the quarterback away, and turns out not even close. Right, like turns out Cortland Sutton was overrated. Jerry Judy didn't live up to potential. The running game that they thought they had fizzled out, and now you're left with jack shit, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> it's stems the breaks. Stems the breaks. That's yeah. poor planning, and and you know that's a risk. I guess it was you know it was a hail mary at that point. Speaking of poor planning, fucking mm. the Derek Carr release. Oh my god! <sighs> doesn't it just feel like Josh McDaniels doesn't actually know what day it is? He doesn't like, know what the fuck he's doing. I don't, he's like he doesn't know what he's not. doing at all. Well, you obviously you obviously can see he didn't want to go to the Saints, otherwise he would have. He would have accepted that damn trade, right? He, yeah, he would have worked out a contract because they I, worked I'm out. I'm not a deal. sure. I'm not sure about that. I, I part of me thinks that um, he knew he was either he really wants to go somewhere else so badly, or he knows he's just going to get more money. It's possible. But where and the fuck can he possibly go now? Like that. That's anywhere. the. Well, he could go to New York. Go to the Jets. He could go to Tampa. Go to Tampa. You could go to Seattle. Would even oh, maybe yes. is he better than Geno Smith at this point? I don't know if they're going to reward Geno for a good year or if it was hey, thanks a lot, see you later. Um, you think he really wants to go to Indy? No, could go to Indy. I don't think he would go there, but he could. Well, could go to fucking Could go to fucking Washington. I mean, it could. could. That's fair. Because for some reason they hate Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Why? I don't know. There's Carson so Wentz ain't gonna do it. So no, Carson Wentz is done in this league. I think he's he's gonna be done. Um, what I other mean, teams need quarterbacks? The Packers might need a quarterback. <laughs> well, they have Jordan Love. 
Could you imagine that they Packers how, and Raiders basically, how much, basically swap? How into how into Kenny Pickett are the Steelers right now? I oh, was all just in. about they're, to they're, say no, that. They're all in. I was like, if it was me running the Steelers, I would totally do that. But they're all there. It's if it was an if Pickett was going into his third year, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it's and literally he was still underperforming. Yeah, but no, he's a he's come, coming off of his rookie year. They got they got to give him another year. Now he's he's going to be the starter next year. He'll he'll get the he'll get the reins week one and show me what you got. You know you know what I would love to see just for the memes. I would love to see Derek Hart end up in fucking Houston just for the post traumatic stress disorder of possible. Mike. My my brother a, a, a Houston here. Texans with the last name Carr. Hmm. Yeah, no, bro. Think about all the people in Houston who still have fucking jerseys from like 2002. They could just go into the fucking closet and pull them out. Like nobody, nobody's got. You're the all, old. you're all good. Well, no, so you, all those people traded in the car jerseys for Schaub. Be real. So here's an interesting wrinkle for okay. the Washington Commanders. Supposedly, no, supposedly they've been telling OC candidates that Sam Howell is going to be the starter in 23. He started just one game. Why? Um, They don't have a lot of money. Um, Cap. Cap situation. Three million dollars. Well, I mean, they'll look, they'll Sam rework Howell, it, but because they have to sign look, people. Sam, but Sam Howell was good at UNC, but like to be a uh, to be a starter in the NFL, like why? Look, the ACC Coastal is Let's one see. thing; the fucking <laughs> NFL is a different thing entirely, bro. Dude. Commanders have about eight million dollars in cap space going into next year. There, there I, I pose the question of how do you think Terry McLaurin feels about that? He probably wants to. He, he's going to want I'm not sure. Well, he'll dem- he'll hate to say it. Fucking Carson Wentz is signed next year, though. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, he's, he's so, signed. So that's how much I don't believe in Carson Wentz, then, if I'm the commanders. I take one look I want at Sam Howell. Well, I, they could I, cut yeah. him though. They could cut him after June first, and his none of his shit's guaranteed. So they All could right, literally so, just cut him. So he's so gonna that's what they're gonna do. They're probably cutting. Fair. He's probably gonna get but, cut. But and I he'll be one a backup at, somewhere. Yeah, but like I took one look at Carson Wentz and said, you know, Sam Howell's a good fucking alternative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Fall from grace, man. man. And doesn't that just show you like? If you have a good organization, you are the look at how the Eagles basically did not suck horribly for a decade after whiffing on Carson Wentz and how they pivoted to the to the Hertz regime, basically like that wasn't such a listen. They weren't playoff like amazing good, obviously, and now they're in the Super Bowl. They won a fucking Super Bowl without him. Right. Yeah. Right. Look at how they fucking pivoted between. I'm saying between that Super Bowl and now. Look how quickly. Like that wasn't ten years years ago. Two. Yeah, there was maybe two years of shitty, shitty play. But not. But like. But like comparatively. But like comparatively shitty. Like they weren't the Jaguars. Like it it was comparatively. No, they weren't the Texans and the Jaguars. That's right. Right. No, the worst year was the year where they blocked the Giants from making the playoffs at fucking six and ten. Like th- that, 
you know, that was that was the year where they finished fucking what I don't even know. Uh, whatever that was. It doesn't even matter because it was so bad. But yeah, like that was probably the worst year. But like you said, it wasn't fucking the Detroit Lions or uh Cleveland Browns one in fifteen, oh and sixteen seasons. <coughs> no, it wasn't. Um, but I mean, to your point, like, yes, there 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 are there's discrepancies or or there is a have and have not situation between a well run, well oiled machine of an organization like the freaking Philadelphia Eagles, and then the shit show that still has fucking Eric Bieniemy at the facility at fucking nine fifty five at night. He's so, still there. He's still, still there. Fucking there. He's been there Why? for two days, folks. Why? Like so, the man so, has had dinner, has met with has breakfast. Yeah, had breakfast. Met with Rivera again for dinner, and they're still talking. God, it's it's so it's so painful. Like, I mean, I I don't yeah. I'm not gonna I don't want to speculate, but like, do we really like what is it? What is it about Eric Bieniemy that basically is preventing him from getting a legitimate shot at a coaching? You t- <coughs> last week you Peeing mentioned on something some bitch's about face. Yeah, Peeing but like, but how many? Oh, right. But how long ago was that? Jesus Christ! No one brings it up. Kevin brings it, it was, up. I mean, that's the reason, though. All right, fine. But again, though, like, so then why is he employed by the Kansas City Chiefs? Like, it's like enough already. I hear you, but that that's that that's the reason why people don't want to give him like the a head coaching gig because ultimately they don't want some they don't want to deal with the backlash. Yes. And also apparently he is a dick to his players. Like his players don't love him and like I don't know. I mean, I guess that matters. <laughs> In today's NFL and in today's world, I guess people yeah, have to like be a player you, you coach. Know? I yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, well, you can be player coach like Bob Sala there, and or you know, Bob, big Bob, <laughs> big big, big bald Dollar, Bob. <laughs> yeah, big Bob Dalla Sala. <laughs> oh, <God. clears throat> oh, anyway, um, I well, whatever. I I don't know. What the fuck? What Derek Carr does? I mean, the Jets will definitely make a play for him. Um, Please, I I choose him over Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, and I've I've made my point about that. I'm not going to belabor it, but uh, it well, ain't pretty I, either way. Well, I've, well, I've seen too many stats about Carr, and it's like, and now they're you know, it's making me second guess that feeling. Let's put it on the record: Aaron, Aaron Rodgers hasn't emerged from the cabin to see his shadow yet. So <laughs> we have we have more still away. <laughs> is it like what do you call it? Like the Pope, where you get a new Pope, you have the white the, smoke. The white smoke. <laughs> yes. Papa. Gotta go I'll to the fucking. Look. It's not Vatican City though. It's uh, you gotta go to you gotta go to Lambeau Field in the one chimney. It's right. just, has Aaron, there's, there's gray smoke coming out of it. He's leaving. Right. Right. Has Aaron Rodgers made it? Has Aaron Joshua Rodgers Tree. made it, made a decision yet? No, it's still black smoke coming out of the chimney. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like Jesus. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Like, it's just, (laughs) listen, you know what the problem, you know what? Most NFL players after the season, regardless of Super Bowl, playoffs, regular season, whatever, they go on vacation, they go do their thing. It's only because it's Aaron Rodgers and he makes a big deal about this shit is because we talk about it. 
no one would care if Daniel Jones was going into the woods for four days. Like, honestly, nobody, nobody really cared when Zach Wilson <laughs> decided to take his wide receivers to, I don't know, five, think Montana or North Dakota or some shit. Uh, like, I, okay. So remember when, when Tony Romo and Jessica Simpson and uh, what's his name? Yes. Jason Witten went to Cabo oh, and everyone made a big yeah. fucking deal about that yes. during the virus. Who cares? Look, I, I just got a visual in my head of Mason Rudolph going into the woods for four days, but instead of him making the decision, it's just him dragging a body into the woods. <laughs> possible, you know, oh, because nobody knows about fucking Mason Rudolph. Like he would get away with murder at this point. Like he's the most fucking he's Aaron unrecognizable. Is that yeah, he's he the is? most unrecognizable son of a bitch in the NFL right now. See, like, that's the beauty of being an NFL player. Those face masks obscure your face. People don't know what bro, you look like. If if Mason Rudolph was right sitting in front of me right now, I would not be able to tell you that he's a member of the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. By the way, sidebar. Um, speaking of Tony Romo, by the by. Mm. What did we think of the Caddyshack reenacted Super Bowl commercial? What did we uh, think? No? I thought it was all. I thought Romo, you know, as speaking the Bill Murray character, wasn't bad. I was like, oh, I kind of like that. Speaking of commercials, I saw it on Reddit earlier today. Do you know some dude actually got arrested for one of the commercials? Absolutely. Really? You know the Tubi commercial, the one that it made it look like like the the app or somebody changed the freaking commercial. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. change you change okay. TV to like so your some smart TV. Dude, <laughs> Some dude in like Texas flipped out on his wife and actually punched her in the face <laughs> and got arrested for awesome. assault due to this TV commercial. You know, who's, why are people dumb? Oh my God, I have to post it. This is totally unrelated. I have to post this picture in okay. our little group chat. I hope it's true, but I don't know if it is or not. Okay. But I'm sorry to derail everything, but that's fine. It, I just have to. I have to show you this, guys. Okay. It's about Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas. Oh, okay. Just, just read the tweet that I posted oh, and then Lord. look at the picture. I, I really hope it's true. <laughs> I like the gift you sent of Conan, by the way. That's good. Ah. <laughs> I really want it to be true. Oh God, that'd be great. So I was looking like, at my phone. I thought you were texting it. Uh, no, I sent it in the little. Oh, the, okay, okay, that okay. is that is beyond awesome. Stop! That's fucking so, hilarious. So for, so for those playing the home game, um, I guess Justin Thomas and Tiger Woods were paired up today. And yeah, they were playing Genesis Open. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, there's a picture of Tiger Woods handing Justin Thomas a tampon after Tiger Woods drove it past him on hole number nine. I really want that picture to be true. <laughs> Please be for true. one reason, that's an awesome way to psych someone out and make someone laugh. And also, Tiger Woods keeps that in his bag just to do that to somebody. <laughs> yeah, like, like, listen, feminism. Listen, we're all a bunch of feminists here. We love women. We don't. We don't. Not disparaging women. Oh, disclaimers, but. but but that's fucking that's a boss move. No, that funny is, is funny. Funny, funny is, is you know, absolutely funny is funny. Look, that's hilarious. If, that's if we a were boss all, move. If we were all on the course and one of y'all put pulled that on me, 
I wouldn't even be mad. Like, you can't be mad. It throws no. you off. And it's one of those. You're, like, you're, 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 of you're, that's, you're psyched out forever. It's over. Right. But this son of a bitch. But like it, you would you would have that in the back of your head. And now if you scroll down, scroll down two replies, that shit's for real. Because look at the look that Tiger and Justin give each other. And Justin's just shaking his fucking head. Like I, I am. I am willing to bet that that's a, a legitimate picture. Oh, that's so. I'm looking awesome. at the video. Hold on, somebody, somebody took a video. Oh yeah, they threw. Oh, because he threw it on the ground. Oh yes. yeah, no, it's totally real. Tiger's that's fucking. Awesome. He's killing him. He's holding him on his shoulders, and he's la- laughing at him, like here. And Thomas knows what it is. It's like get this fucking thing out of my hand. So it's got to be. A, it's got to be a thing Tiger's done before, because I'm sure he's done it before. That's fucking hilarious. That yeah, that is. is. That's that that's has pretty to funny. Be the funniest goddamn. That's a goat thing, and like that is a goat move by the goat. Oh, actually, you know what? If you scroll a little way down, there's a picture of the two of them looking at each other, and Justin just shakes his head, and Tiger starts laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah, real. That's awesome. It's, but like we we spoke about it before we started this fucking thing, but like people watch Full Swing on Netflix. Yeah, Do I, I want to get into that. Favor. Do yourself a favor. It, it is it is tremendous. Brooks Kepka looks like a dickhead. Uh, Justin surprise, Thomas, you Justin Thomas at one point, and he comes across as like the most likable son of a bitch in all of golf. If not, if not, uh, what's his face? Uh, Damlin. Damlin comes off as great. Uh, <laughs> at one point, he says. Somebody has to be the 70th ranked player in the world. It might as well be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that pretty, quote today. That's it is, funny, actually. I saw that. It is yeah. tremendous. He's amazing. And, but Justin Thomas, he goes on on this huge soliloquy about like, look, me and Jordan Spieth have been friends since we were 13. Everything else, we're great friends. I always pull for him. But if I have to beat that son of a bitch in every tournament that we play for the rest of our lives, I'm absolutely thrilled by it. And you you can't help but just root for him. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those it, it's real. You know what I mean? It's it's real, it's fun. Um Tony Finau is probably gonna get a father of the year award. Um Finau. he gets criticized by like the rest of the tour, but you actively see him taking his wife and like three kids to every tour stop. And like homeschooling and feeding and like as kids out on the driving range and all this great stuff. So yeah, like, I heard I heard if, he's like the most normal. He's the if, most normal person. If on the he tour. had a fan base beforehand, that that's definitely. Oh, I fucking love nothing. Tony Fino. He's yeah, one of my that, that's going to do nothing but help. He's um, he plays so well in U.S. Open. Like he's played so well in the U.S. Open the last four years. Like he's come he's, so close. I know, and he's he, like he the man's it. got stones because he's just like the U.S. Open has been at as at courses that are just unfucking forgiving, historically and like, hard, yeah, like just stupid. And he's been like, no, I got it. Like, like I granted, he hasn't been on the leaderboard at, at Augusta a lot, where he's in the final three or four pairings a lot. You know, and until like if he wins a green jacket, I think everyone's gonna or he wins like oh, he wins a PGA championship, whoop de doo, he wins, you know, he, yeah, he, but wins, if he wins a, a green jacket, it, it wins it's, a green jacket, uh, everyone's gonna go, Oh, he's dope. Because people yeah, still talk about a, like they still talk moment. about masters winners, like 
there's nothing I will always say there's nothing like winning the Masters. If you're It'll, if you're a top 50 player and you're like always like, oh, you know, you're fuddling around. You got like a dozen wins under your belt. You win a green jacket. Everyone, everyone who's a golf fan knows who you are after that. Yeah, and it'll it'll become it'll become his Bubba Watson moment. If he if he ends up winning one, that's a really good comparison. If he ends up winning one, at, at the way same way everybody loved Bubba Watson for a couple of years, that'll the be his pink driver man. Yeah, his, <laughs> his paint Stewart moment. That'll be Tony Finale's paint Stewart moment. Like without the the horrible tragedy that happened afterwards, but um, nah, like he comes off looking good. Uh, Morikawa comes off looking like a robot. For, for what it's worth um and that's surprising uh, that was that's a little surprising but okay uh, matt fitzpatrick seemingly has a notebook or multiple notebooks filled with every shot he's ever taken yes i've heard that and it is the most uh, astounding quasi i'm on the spectrum thing i've ever seen um probably but it, it it is it is like it's in its detail and intricacy, it's even impressive in a weird way. And then for all those people who hung on or have hung on long enough to, to get the uh, the money quote, uh, Rory pretty much closes out the whole series by telling Phil Mickelson to go fuck himself. So get your popcorn, watch it. it. It's fucking worth it. It is. It's a tremendous piece of, uh, of documentary style filming that they pulled off of there. It's, it's very much in line with uh, the F1 drive to survive stuff that they've done very much in line with like the recent documentary that they did on uh, the, the redeem team and stuff like that. Like cinematography is the same. Um, the behind the scenes stuff is pretty much the same. Like, you get a good vibe for who these people actually were rather than like, oh, I just see these guys on weekends, you know what I mean? Or Sundays if you're casual, but it's worth it. Um, and I'll stop my round out because I'll just fucking derail this even more. No, that's great. That's that's good. No, we should, uh, we should all try to make time to watch Full Swing on Netflix. Yeah, no, it's no sponsorship. Uh, so um, Alvin Kamara just got indicted for fucking eating somebody eating the shit out of someone uh stop eating maybe maybe that's why Derek carr said he didn't want to go to fucking new orleans um when when did that actually happen so glad you asked alvin kamara have that that was like october was it over the summer no 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 um no no a year ago uh kamara running back for the new orleans saints uh, Chris Lamons on Cincinnati and two other men face criminal charges connected to the incident outside of a Las Vegas strip nightclub on February 5th, 2022 during oh, NFL so, oh, Pro so, Bowl weekend. Wow, so it's almost a year ago. So here's my question though. He obviously, Derek Carr, that go back, obviously met with the Saints. He sat down with them in, in order to like to have a deal worked out or whatnot, they, he had to give them permission to speak with them for, from all reports. In speaking with Derek Carr, do you think that they might have given a little bit of a heads up and been like, look, we're going to be without fucking Alvin Kamara for fucking six to eight games? Um, If they're decent humans, maybe. 
I mean, maybe. maybe. maybe well, the and the they agent almost, probably knew. Like, they almost don't have count. to tell him because we want to give you money. So if you're not in on this, we're not going to pay you. Right. Like, so, so at some you point, can't just they, lure someone in. So my line of thinking is, yeah, you're, they, they probably went full disclosure. Hey, we're going to be without Kamara for a significant part of the season. And that probably changed shit. And that's probably why he didn't fucking accept it. That's probably why he balked on I, I late no trade clause. I mean, yeah, be. it's nah. possible. I mean, you can't really rule anything out. You'll never know, but you can't really rule anything out. Right. I mean, I don't know, man. It's ugh. like the like you said, we'll never find out truly what happened and why he decided not to go to what would have been a probably good landing spot for him, honestly. But uh, questions abound, man. And that team is, is going to spiral. Without Alvin Kamara, that team's going to spiral even worse than it already was. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say he was the straw that stirs the drink, but he was at least in the glass, you know? Yeah, he's absolutely fair. He's, he's, a, he's a mixer, and he's, he's, the, he's definitely a, uh, an ice cuber, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, he, he was a key part of that offense, so... Losing him for a while, you know, listen, I hate to say that, like, all running backs are, are replaceable. It's finding an established running back to do what he does, dual threat running and catching is is hard to find. I mean, I guess the Chiefs could prove they could do it, but but even then they needed two guys to do it. They needed Pacheco to run and McKinnon to catch. So I got, I mean. I got news for you. You get ready for the Taysom Hill experience with fucking oh, Andy Dalton on backup please. base. Oh, please. please, I just threw up in my mouth. That's what you're, that's what you're going to get for six to eight games. Oh, I guess Taysom if, Hill anytime touchdown will be the popular bet then. Yep. If if fucking Kamara's out, that that's who you're looking at. Or uh, even Taysom Hill with Mark Ingram on fucking stand-up base. Ugh, that that just does nothing to excite me at all. Because you know what, too? You know the other fucking problem with the Saints is? Uh, hold on a second. Michael Thomas they is still are, a shit in the money? That, and also they are the second worst cap situation uh, going into next year at minus $55 million under the cap. Awesome. Yep. Over, over the cap, I'm sorry. Love it. Love it. So that's only going to get better. <laughs> but but like the the thing is is like is is that minus fifty five before or after they got handed a fucking handout by the NFL with all the TV rights numbers because they they mm-hmm. hot they they fucking broadened the cap didn't they? They raised they the them- yeah no that's no that's including the. Uh... The reprieve, I guess, if you want to call it, like whatever. The raising of the cap. Yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. including next year's numbers. Jesus Christ! So even with help, they're still fucking fifty. Because I think before that they were almost seventy, or oh, under, over, whatever. Oh my God! Good God! Yeah. Good so God, why? Okay, so you ask and you shall I receive. Do. I need to know. Okay, so that's, that's absurd. That's just that's that's Taysom, like, Taysom Hill takes up fourteen million dollars. Marshawn Lattimore is twenty-two and a half. 
Cameron Jordan, 25. Jameis Winston, famous Jameis, making $15 million. Famous Jameis. Famous Jameis. His crab-stealing ways. Demario Davis, 13. You know, there's a lot of contracts in there that they handed out some money. You know, so... You know, I hate to say it, but, you know, next year, yeah, it's looking real good. 24 is looking real great, but, you know, well, they... I mean, they also, they also gave money to, like, local dudes who are over the hill and no longer productive NFL. Like, well, not no longer productive, but, like, no longer productive at the level that warrants the money that they're getting paid. Like, they threw a shit ton of money to bring home Tyron Matthew, and Tyron Matthew isn't worth the fucking money he's getting from Saints. Right. So they're throwing, not anymore, they're, throwing no. they're throwing a shit ton of money at fucking Jarvis Landry because he's an LSU guy. He's also not worth the fucking money that he was getting from the Saints. Like Right. Like next year the, for the next three years, Taysom Hill averages a fourteen million dollar cap hit. That's not for, good enough. Like for fucking six hundred and fifty yards rushing and four touchdowns, five touchdowns. Right. They gave him a four-year, $40 million contract like cool, cool. to be backup quarterback slash Tim Tebow. Like, I, I, I mean, we talked about them earlier, but the comparison probably sticks. You're paying him for fucking Boston Scott level of production. Right. And, and, and Taysom Hill is probably worth and I'm just going off the top of my head, twice as much, three times as much as Boston Scott. And you know what? And I guess what? I fucking put that on Sean Payton. Oh, yeah. Because that's why I that's, absolutely do. Which goes back to the whole thing of when we were talking about Denver and him wanting and the Denver Broncos wanting to trade, you know, PS2, basically Patrick Sertain, and to get draft picks. Do you really want Sean Payton making those decisions? Like, do you really think he's like the most savviest? You know, front office decision maker guy? No. This Offensive guru? Sure. This motherfucker's going to draft Will Levis and put him in a Taysom Hill. Stop. Plus Stop. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you tell me he's not? No, tell me what the street no, he's you not. You just put the fucking idea in the universe and that's going to fucking happen. It's going to be interesting Will when Levis. we come over for when, we, when we all get together for draft night, isn't it? Yes. Yes. We're going to. Yep. We're gonna have we, we might do a live podcast that night or a live live a stream alive that night. Twitch for the first round. We can Twitch it. Dude, yeah, we'll stream it on Twitch. It's yeah, fine. definitely could do Twitch. Wow, the Bears have fucking ninety four million dollars in cash. Bears, Bears are gonna go from zero to hero very fast. Well, next year. The, the problem with the Bears, and I'm glad you guys fucking brought them up. The Duh Bears. The problem with the Bears is that they've now bought a parcel of land. That belongs to Arlington Heights. Problem with and why Arlington is that Heights, bad? Why is that bad, Kevin? Please tell me. Educate the us. The problem with Arlington Heights, Arlington Heights, is that there's fucking nothing in Arlington Heights. Awesome. There's legitimately nothing in Arlington Heights. Arlington Heights is an hour and forty-five minutes away from downtown Chicago. Awesome. So they'll so, be the fucking right. San Francisco 49ers of Chicago. Right. So the people in the suburbs of Evanston and fucking Skokie and the Gold Coast of Chicago who already don't go to the fucking game. It is it is are 40 not, it is over 40 miles away. Right. Jeez. They are not going to take the extra drive out to fucking Arlington Heights 
to fucking go to a Bears game. If you know what it's going to be? Going to Soldier Field, you're sure as fuck not going to Arlington Heights to watch a football game. You know what it is? With their, you know what they're going to try and do or claim to do or whatever is build up the area with, like, make Absolutely. it like a, a complex. You know what I mean? Like the stadium, and then there'll be restaurants and bars, and, you know, we'll build a mall or whatever. Kind of like how they did it in was it Englewood in uh, for SoFi Stadium? Yeah, like they made like a complex. Yeah. But like, Why? I don't know. Like you said, you're not even in the fucking city that you. Cl- I mean, well, the Giants and the Jets aren't either. But like, I don't know. It's just at least they've been playing there for a while. Like this is like you were in downtown Chicago, right on you the know, water. You know what it is? I'll tell you why they're doing it. Is because that is Arlington Heights, Illinois is um let's see, I'm just pulling it up like a generic Arlington Heights. Well not it's it's only twelve miles, thirteen miles from O'Hare. So it's it's northwest of O'Hare. Yeah, but you would you couldn't tell me that they didn't have shuttles anyway. Oh I'm not one of the fun part about you want to know the fun part about the, the property that they bought? The property that they bought used to be Arlington International fucking racetrack. You want to know why uh-huh. Arlington International racetrack was per- uh, permanently fucking shut down? Because the dirt had arsenic in it and the horses were dying. Oh, oh awesome. Awesome. So awesome. we're going to build a football stadium on top of that fucking land because now the big ifs and they want the stadium and you want to build and develop it's dependent on the team getting property tax limits which are going to get from the city of fucking Arlington Heights and public subsidies to help build the infrastructure for the project that they're going to get because they're in bed with the fucking city of Arlington Heights so there is nothing over it's there. not going to happen like it's Lori fucking, it's in is, dust this is terrible why would you put it I mean it makes sense if it was like it's there's plenty of parking. There's it's you could you could demolish the racetrack, demolish the everything, and just re and it's a plot of land that makes sense. But it's it's terrible. There's no because, infrastructure. There's no there's infrastructure no to, to get support out there. it. It's literally it's there are neighborhoods right on the other side of a non like a major route, but like you're talking like a two lane two you're lane road. It, like what the fuck you, are they doing? You know you know who your neighbor is. It's a fucking high school. Oh, yeah. There it is. It's a fucking high school. You're putting it in a residential... You're putting it in a residential fucking neighborhood. This is stupid. So you're telling me that we're going to have the LA Raiders come into Arlington Heights and stay in a fucking residential neighborhood with no fucking five-star hotel anywhere close. No, they gotta and stay in the Marriott, make man. Them, right, they're gonna. So, yeah, they're gonna stay at the fucking Days Inn and fucking the La Quinta and fucking Arlington Heights. That's what you're gonna do with the fucking. Well, Raiders. listen, <laughs> they're not gonna. You understand that that industrial park that's next door is gonna also oh, be demolished, absolutely. and they're going to build absolutely. up Highway 53 and Route 14, whatever the fuck they want to do. And they're basically going to turn it into like a major highway and add lanes. This is going to be a $5 billion right. dollar project to sure. revitalize this area. 
Sure. But my problem with that is that now you are taking neighborhoods and gentrifying neighborhoods and rezoning people and moving people out of their homes in order to fucking put a fucking football stadium there. How dare you accuse governments in this country oh of course yeah, yeah, yeah minorities I mean, out of places how dare you tongue-in-cheek folks whoops i mean yeah I, th- th- there's there's no honor among thieves and i'm sure they're not batting an eyelash for fucking enrique the taco truck guy i'm sure they're not but you know what i mean like ultimately you know, though like you know yeah it doesn't really make sense you know it just doesn't they really make sense. A- there was no there was no property on the lake that they couldn't have just like been like, listen, we're gonna, you know. I don't know. Look, it was pretty dumb. They, but but also like the the other part that's bothering me about it is they bought it for a hundred and ninety seven point two million dollars, right? Well, so cheap, motherfucker, cheap. you're telling me you're telling me though that you just you had or have had a hundred and ninety seven point two million dollars lying around right so motherfucker you couldn't get justin fields a better receiver than fucking claypool well they they yeah <laughs> well yeah. it's one of those you things had where the money like, lying around <clears throat> well, they well, the money to they do, do it, but it's but it's one of those things where it's like football money versus business money i guess you could say don't forget, they also get subsidized. A lot of these projects are subsidized by the municipalities Fair. and tax breaks, and they're not doing it unless they don't have to be taxes. Oh yeah, there's, there's probably years. some. There's but, probably some. Yeah, they're not Fair. paying taxes. There, there's probably energy credits or whatever. Because, uh, like you said, if there's arsenic in the ground or whatever, they have to probably pay for environmental surveys out the oh, ass. Absolutely, absolutely, they're going to have to. And like the. It's a sweetheart deal that they're getting from the city for a land that a probably shouldn't get developed to begin with, but look like the the residents in that town, if they haven't already, the concerns about traffic, crowds, impact on schools, blah 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 blah, like that that's all going to fucking come up, and like they're uh, the the amount of people that are going to get quieted by the NFL and by the Chicago Bears to make this fucking happen mm-hmm. is sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and and oh, yeah. maybe... And Was that maybe, even a question? The NFL putting out gag orders? It, Are you kidding me? Sure. And maybe it irks me if only because I saw it happen uh, in downtown Miami with the fucking Marlins and, and Marlins Stadium and saw pretty much Little Havana got broken down into a fucking spaceship. Uh, for the Mon Stadium that looked like a fucking look, they had dolphins swimming in center field, but but um yeah. yeah, like that whole stadium it pushed out half of the fucking surrounding community and the local community was on the hook for fucking what was it, three hundred million dollars for that fucking stadium? Mm-hmm. And it all came out of taxpayers' money. People who in Little Havana and on East Street who didn't have fucking money for that stadium to begin with, but yeah, no, they didn't have the tax. We'll see, man. Like support that, but like also like it's Soldier Field. Like Soldier Field is iconic. It's they a beautiful care. stadium to begin with. Like, they don't care. 
but didn't they yeah, just they don't finish care. remodeling it? Yeah, right. They, 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 they don't just... give. They don't give a fuck. That's the problem. They don't give a fuck. I feel like, like they just finished remodeling it like two years ago, though. Yeah, we don't care. Listen, the Braves did that with fucking. Uh, what do you call? It? What was their field called? I forget. Uh, yeah, it was um. Turner Field. Turner, Turner Field. field. That, that shit was only 20 years old. I hate to say only 20 years old, but Yankee Stadium was about 1,000 years old. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then Turner Field turned into fucking SunTrust or whatever the fuck they call it now. Right, but it was, they, Sun, lit- it was SunTrust, n- right? 97 to 2016. Jesus Christ. Not exactly, you know, playing at the old barn, you know? That's true. I mean, Jesus now, now it's called Truest. Now their new stadium is Truest. It was Park. SunTrust at one point, right? I'm not going crazy. Uh, Atlanta, was it uh, Turner Field? At least the first time where they did, you know, Fulton County Stadium, 65 to 96. At least you played in there for 30 fucking years. Hey, man. I mean, but it, that's the same thing like the fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, like the Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers has 94 to, to, to 94 to 19. Jesus Christ. Christ. Right. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. I, listen, the the stadium thing to me is ridiculous, especially in the NFL. Pay for your own fucking thing. Yeah. I know that when the Giants and the Jets built the PSL, the MetLife Stadium and the PSLs, that was like politically the worst thing they. Could I have will ever done. never forget when they came on WFAN after they said that we miscalculated and the price of the stadium has doubled. Oh yeah. So in, in order to recoup those costs, we're going to sell PSLs. So your accounting errors are my fucking problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got to go pay. I want to sit behind the bench. I got to pay twenty thousand dollars per ticket just to buy the tickets for the seat for the license to the but, seat. Right, but they're, just they're for still... the right to buy the tickets, and then I got to shell out seven hundred dollars per ticket. There's still motherfuckers doing it though. Well, that's the problem. I don't know how? I don't know how. I don't know why. No, because what, what they did was they you, you, do it. You, they set up. They hooked up with whatever financial company or whatever bank was with the Giants at the time or whatever. You know, probably like Citizens Bank or something like that, and set up short-term personal loans, a five-year loan for twenty grand at you know probably five six percent, and you you make you know you make a four hundred and fifty dollar payment you know every every quarter or whatever it is and you're good to go fuck me like uh-huh. the like the, the right i mean the man, whatever me. math doesn't check out on that but you know what i'm saying no no i, no, no, I no, hear you fine. no i hear you but like like math checked out or not like let, let's say you're still making a 450 dollars payment a month like you're putting yourself in generational it's, it's a car debt. it's a car payment plus right. a mortgage down payment like you're putting you're putting yourself in generational debt to fucking right now now like team play by now the stadium's been open since 09 so we're closer to 20 years than you know whatever so chances are most of the originals have that debt paid off fair but but the whole point is though now if someone as a new season ticket holder has to pay that if I want to say you own the tickets, either one of you, and I want to buy your seats, not you just you know, I have to pay your PSL. I have to pay you back. Yeah, it's right. it's an asset for sure, but it's not 
But it's I've not an appreciating said, asset. Yeah, exactly. Though. Exactly. It's not appreciating. It's a <laughs> like it's ten thousand dollars forever. Well, what the fuck right. is the point of that? Like so right. So and and again, the gate I, fee. I don't I don't mean any ill will saying this. The the Artie Contis of the world who are fans of this fucking team who now will pay twenty grand for the PSL to get into the damn stadium. Fine. The team is not a playoff team. The team might as well be called ash cheeks, as the kids say. <laughs> All right. Let's say they get a quarterback. Let's say they now make it into the playoffs. Let's say they have three or four good years where they're consistently in the playoffs. Artie, my compadre over here, my, my yeah. kid's godfather, he's now gone and paid twenty grand just for the <laughs> license to sit in this damn stadium. Four or five years from now, the value of that team has gone up because they're now in the playoffs. So they're generating more revenue. They're getting more people in the stands, so on and so forth. Their Forbes valuation is going to go up. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. My fucking PSL, though, is still at 20 fucking grand. Correct. It never went up. Correct. So what the I fuck believe the that's, I, I believe it's the that's. Same, it's the same What's thing the point for of the guys who twenty thousand dollar fucking. Well, it's so the, they said the, they said it could, and I I, I remember that I kind of remember this. Um, PSL. You know, they say life. a lot of things, Art. So like, <laughs> so like, God forbid this team wins a Super Bowl. The fucking PSL should be worth thirty grand, but the guy buying in for a Super Bowl team is going to pay the same. 15 to 20 grand that you paid when the team sucked that that's fucking like that's gotta hurt to the dude who bought it when the team was on the fucking it's the same thing it's the same thing for the nfl owners who buy their fucking certificate for the green bay packers you pay your 300 bucks to get a fucking plaque that says you're an nfl owner and it's not worth anything you're a non-voting member anyway it's just a right. decorative thing. Like, that's it. I hate to sound like that. But, yeah, but it's the same thing. The truth, you, like, you, you, the, Aaron Rodgers, for the last 10, 15 years, has been on, has won 11, 12, 13 games, and that team's been in the playoffs and won a Super Bowl. You should be able to turn around and sell that chair for $1,000. But guess what? You, you can't. Right. You know like what the that, problem that, is? is uh, Um to the PSLs. I'm reading about it. It's the season ticket agreement is tied to the PSL. So the problem the problem everybody but, had was you couldn't just buy a PSL and then sit on it and okay, do whatever you then, wanted. You, right, had you had to, to buy, buy you, you had, had to buy season tickets. You had to buy but the then, season tickets. It was okay, just like then, it was stupid. It was just the right to buy the season tickets, right. but you had to do it. But then counter argument though, every year season tickets prices go up correct so then shouldn't if they're tied to the season tickets shouldn't by definition my psl value go up then i mean it doesn't matter i mean i guess their argument would have been that it doesn't really matter because 
if you turn around and you're the PSL owner and you have the season tickets, you're going to turn around and the more the more expensive the season tickets cost, you could turn around and sell those season tickets to other friends and fans and people you know or sell them online and get more money for your tickets. You're just never you're never going to recoup the PSL fee. That's it. Right. It's just right. it was just, just a game, it's it. just an entry fee to be it's able to buy season. That, it's all not it's just much. a bullshit cost. fee. It's it's listen, oh, you want season tickets? It's a ten thousand dollar fee to buy a season ticket for this seat. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's all it's it is. It's cost, just a gate fee right? to walk in the door to be able to buy the season tickets. And their their argument is just all right, so what? But it's it's all fucking figazy. It's bullshit. Like it's so stupid. And I think they would lose value. Like if you go and you're able to sell it on the open market, it's going to lose value because no one's going to want to fucking pay for it. And they're going to go, why would I buy that if I could just turn around and buy individual game tickets off of you? Right. Like why? (laughs) There's no demand. Because they still have to buy the fucking tickets anyway. No, because nobody's fucking going to eight or nine games a year. It's not fucking happening. No, it's, it's the same. Yeah. I mean, listen. I don't know how anyone can own season tickets to baseball. How like you have they to sell at least half of them. They don't. You, so nobody does. It's all corporate. It's all it's all groups. It's all oh, conglomerates. Yeah. It's all trusts. It's all it's not no I have I have a client who's who has a fucking like they have this they have this weird thing where in Pennsylvania they have a house that they own with like 10 families and it's like a, it's like an HOA has this has the, has an organization and they all organize it through the HOA. But basically, you and your friends can own houses together, and it's like a timeshare. But it's just you and your friends, and you own the deed to the land. You don't. So you and your your friends, you figure it out. They're like, all right, you ten families are on it. You no more than ten families, no fewer than six. You split up the weeks and the months however you want. You guys figure it out, and right. it's it, and it's like. Okay, and that house gains value. You sell that house, everybody wins. Everybody makes more money. There's no gate fee. It's like it's just, you know. But it's it's like then I that same family was telling me they're like, yeah, we thought about we thought about buying a PSL at MetLife Stadium. They literally told me this when I met with them six months ago, and we realized there would never be an increase in value. So we said, no. let's just buy a vacation home instead. Absolutely. I mean, like they literally were like, "Yeah, we're huge Jets fans." And we're like, "Fuck the PSLs." Like, it's I awesome. mean, it makes sense. I'd rather buy a fucking vacation house in Ocean. In the Poconos. It was, it was a house yeah, in the exactly. Poconos. And I could just fucking rent it out or make it a Airbnb. Right. And right. Right. Make some fucking money and value off of it, rather than it's something wild. that. From all reports, it's going to stagnate and be at the same value. Like, sorry to throw you under the bus, Artie, but yeah, that that was like you were yeah, right. never, thing too. I, I wouldn't. I, I, could, I couldn't PSLs. do it either. I couldn't do it either. I'm never fucking doing it. I don't care if I. I don't care if I ever make millions of dollars as an attorney. No, granted, but like, never. I'm my, listen, listen, world. I'm not that rich. Like, I'm not rich really at all. I have a house. No, I have my, a mortgage my, like the rest my of us. Point the was end. more so. I my drive point a Jeep. Was more so, yeah, my point was more so your you being a Jets fan. Like that that was more so the point. Yeah, the, of the PSLs for the Jets are cheaper than the Giants. And they, there was like, oh, the upper bowl has no PSLs. Great. Awesome. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, like, that was the that was the big selling point for um yeah, the Jets. The yeah, the upper deck has no PSLs. Woo! Yeah, Fuck exactly. You. Fuck you. Exactly. Who cares? Dicks. 
Speaking uh, of the Giants. What else we got? We, Speaking of the Giants, we have fucking uh, Isaiah. Uh, yeah, Hodgins got signed to a one-year deal, and they keep both coordinators, which is probably the biggest. Which is game. big. That's Huge. that's yeah. Huge. Signing Hodgins. I mean, he was going to be a restricted free agent. Um, so whatever. But they brought him back. A no-brainer move. He played well down the stretch. I'm happy for it. Let's go. But yes, they keep Wink Martindale on defense, and they keep Mike Kafka on offense. After they were both passed over for, um, I believe, called the Colts and the Cardinals, uh, right. respectively. Cardinals um, ended up signing what's his face, uh, Gannon, right? Yes, the Eagles' offensive coordinator. Yes. Or is that the and, defensive coordinator? Uh, well, Steichner is the offensive coordinator now. All right, so then Gannon was the defensive coordinator. Yes. Yeah, so basically, in a yeah, day, yeah. the Eagles lost both both their coordinators. Stationer ended up where? He's in the Col- He's with the Colts, I think. Colts, yeah. He was hired by the Colts, and uh, Gannon was Cardinals. Right. So I'm glad that, you know, as much as it sucks for them not to be hired or anything, it helps the Giants. You know, a little right. continuity I mean, on offense and defense. Right. But I'm okay also, with it. Yeah. And I mean, Kafka staying might help you in the free agency and keeping, you know, the, the bankable stars you already have, you know what I mean? mean? It's like just that, keeps that's fucking yes. consistency for Daniel Jones for once. My right. God. Well, like, that's the yeah. other thing too. Like that would, that would have been like his fifth coordinator and it's like right. enough already. I know. The right. So like can't fucking you, you win. got the best version of Daniel Jones this year. Keep his fucking coordinator and like make it a thing and give him some consistency and, and give him something to run with. You know what I mean? Like, if we get the same Daniel Jones next year that we got this year, you're you're in a good spot. You know what I mean? Like, I think any Giant fan will take a, a, a duplicate of this year going forward. I mean, oh yeah, basically, they, they, yeah. I need the same play. Just you know, I need better skill position players. That's the bottom line. Just give him right. two and wide I, receivers and see what he can do. I mean, right. I, but I, I think I think you have the ability to. I think you have the cap space. I think you have the draft. I think you end up with a kid from TCU at some point. You know what I mean? Like, I think you. Right. Yeah, I mean, the kid from TCU or or Jordan Addison from from USC. Like, you you end up with either one of them, and you're in a decent spot where like, all right, that's one, and then you have the cast space to make a run to T Higgins or DeAndre Hopkins or something like that, that you, you got something to play with there. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, definitely. You're, you're not, definitely. You're not, you're not relying on as, as well as he played down the stretch. You're not relying on Isaiah Hodgins to be a number one receiver like that. That's not the intent. No, no, no. That's definitely not the, the main goal here. He's, He's a two or three at best, but he played well, so you reward right good sure. play. Is you Sterling Shepard going to be ready for fucking the all? He's a free agent. Free I don't even know if they're going to bring him back. Damn, damn. If that's I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 100%. I think for the Giants too, it's worth noting that I think the, I think the division is still. It's not eminently winnable with the Eagles, but I think I think Dallas is going to take a step back. I think I Washington think Eagles take a, Eagles have to take a step back. They lose both their coordinators, like both their coordinators, and and you got to see who yeah, remains on defense. 
Yeah, that that defense right. is going to want to get paid. Right, a lot of players that's the whole thing. You, you so they'll, they'll be okay. They'll still be good. I think they'll take half a step back. I think Washington is probably in fucking disarray. They have no idea who their quarterback is going to be. I mean, it's a goddamn joke. With the, with the report you said before, I mean, are you kidding me? So, I mean, <sighs> UNC Tar Heel legend Sam Howell. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I, I don't know. I think, and I'm talking about Washington, but I think I'm happy with the Giants. I got to see what they do in free agency. They need to sign Daniel Jones. They probably should sign Saquon. Um, please don't, don't break the bank. It. Please, I, please I don't, don't make it an Ezekiel that. Elliott type thing. That's the problem is that, that I could see that. that I'm worried about. I could see that happening all over again. And I know it's not wor- he's not worth it. Like, he's just not. Yeah, like please he's, don't give him twenty four million dollars a year. Yeah, like please you want to give him fifteen don't. mil a year? Okay, fine. Like that's I'm curious cool. what what his market for value is. What they're saying, if there's even such a thing. Let's see. see they do. Quantum. They do. They do. To the G man. They say he market value. No. Giants. Barkley, where's your free agents? Shepard, four and a half million of dead money. Let's see, valuation. Regardless, there's no. They think, uh, they believe his value is going to be valuation. Um, Probably eleven million a year, ten point. Yeah, somewhere in there. Whatever. I, you know what? They they have a lot more thing. They need wide receivers. They need. That's what I'm um, saying. Like they they have the cap space, but they need to. They really need to be judicious in how they spend their money this offseason. Like they also need to improve. They need to draft really well this year. Like they can't fucking blow it in the first round. Like, you know. No, I don't think they will. I think they they finally have what the Giants lacked the last five or six years, aside from talent and wins, was a group of people or an, a front office and head coach that were forward thinking and up to date with what the NFL of today does. Right. So you had Gettleman who drafted Saquon second overall because he was stuck in the 90s and early 2000s of right. or the Rex Ryan ground and pound, you know, running game. That doesn't work really in today's NFL unless you're the Tennessee Titans. And how far has that really carried them? So first round exits. Right. So, yes, you could be Derrick Henry and run over everyone and run for 2000 yards. But you have a first round exit to show for it or a second round exit, you know, since you got the buy, whatever. Right. Right. Oh, and one in the playoffs. How about that? Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't want. So they finally have a forward thinking brain trust, if you will. And you can kind of see how it worked a little bit because you saw them be aggressive in the, in the Tennessee game going for two, you see them going for it more on fourth down. You see them opening up the offense a little bit, 
designed runs for Daniel Jones. Like they did that under Joe Judge and all that stuff, but not as much. The offense just looks better, looks more modern because there were times where as a Giants fan, I was watching these games and I'm like, what the the fuck am I watching? (laughs) Like, again, I hate to say like to compare them to the Chiefs or anyone else or even the Eagles, but like watching that Super Bowl, that's what football was or is right now. Three or four years ago, you're watching the Giants play. It's like watching a totally different sport. Yeah, agree. Mm-hmm. And finally, this was the year I'm like, all right, I could see where they're going. If they had a, if they had better skill position players, I think I'm listen. I'm not saying they would have won the Super Bowl, but I'm saying that you know the nine and nine seven and one record wouldn't have been as of a shock. Fair. Yeah, and also they might have actually looked less pedestrian against the Eagles. Right, but and again, that's where their deficiencies came out. They weren't that good. Sure. But your level but, of being your level of compete raises with more talent around you. You know, correct. What I mean? like your ability does. Right. I mean, to it's your amazing. point, I mean, speaking of guys stuck in the nineties, like you mentioned <laughs> them, like Rex Ryan is now interviewing is the top fucking candidate for his buddy Sean Payton. Sean and Payton. Broncos, and you know what though? I think job. he if he they hire him, I really think he can thrive as the coordinator on the defense. Because That's his, his defense right. His defense when he was the Jets coach was a top defense and the 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 exotic blitzes and the constant pressure and all that stuff. It was the offense that I had the issue that when he was the, the coach, it was the Schottenheimer. offense that was right. That was his problem because whenever he talked after a loss, it was like, um, what do you call it? The offense was like, yeah, we'll fix that. Don't worry about it. He never really had a hand in the offense. He didn't, he didn't defense, go into an offensive meeting I, I, right. for four years. Right. The defense is his bread and butter. It's a one focus. I think they can, I think he can thrive, honestly. No, I, I think he'll do really well, and I think that, it, look, like if if you're trying to put together a squad or a clique, if you will, of like-minded people in the NFL, fucking Sean Payton and Rex Ryan are going to be a good a good starting point. Like those two are going to understand each other, and there Absolutely. I say, Dare I say, fucking Rex Ryan is the defensive. Is Rex Ryan the defensive fucking version of Sean Payton, and vice versa? Like, those those dudes are gonna fucking understand each other. Yeah, no, they speak the same language, and they yeah, like Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan is gonna have that defense flying, and they Rex Ryan putting is coaching a defense makes them a top fifteen defense. As long as they have decent players, like just walking in the building, like right. his... so long as they don't go and give Vance Joseph the fucking job, you know what I mean? Like that's that's the well, that's the worry, I guess, right? Right. That that's the worry. like like it, that's a pedestrian uh, move. Rex Ryan, I don't. He's money. I don't think Vance. Yeah, I don't think Vance Joseph is is the fucking guy there. You know what I mean? Like I don't think. I don't think he's going to get along with Vance Sean Joseph. Payton to begin with. You know what I mean? I don't like, think Vance Joseph belongs in. A, I don't think he belongs in a defensive coordinator room in half the league at this point, just because like he doesn't. He's he's got a he's very set and he's old school. Like, and I just don't think it's going to work. 
I don't know. I don't think it works. I mean, well, the guy they they fired, for lack of a better term, Vic Fangio, just became the Dolphins head. Like the Dolphins. It's like, what are we doing? We're just... To me, that's amazing. Like, I, I know you talked about, or you mentioned, like you said, that's a good move, and I kind of like it too. But like, it's almost like it, this. Almost reeks of like, and I'm not saying he's going to be bad, but it almost reeks of like Adam Gase getting fired from Miami and then hired by the Jets like in two weeks. Like, yeah, I know. Isn't so if he disgusting? got fired, what the what the fuck was the problem? And all of a sudden, you think he's just, oh, you know what? He learned from that a two week reflection and you know what? We're right back in it. Like, and I'm again, I'm not saying that it's not going to work out, but it just seems weird that a guy who gets fired from the fucking position he was in just gets rehired. And it's like, you know what? We got you. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Like, I, I don't think that like, to me, it's more so like compared to what we had. You probably took a step up. I probably took a step up by hiring Vic Fangio. Um, historically, the, his defenses have been solid to solid to good, if not great, at one point. But do you have the players to be solid but good, and good? Like uh, again, I, I understand. I understand free agency and the draft have to happen. But if you had him in the room for 2022. How much better or worse do you think they are? I think we win another game or two with a Vic Fangio defense compared to what we're at, but I don't think that it places us any different than where we're at. I, I don't think that the ultimate outcome of the, the season is any different. You know what I mean? I still think we're... we're we played a good game by. in Buffalo. Like, you know... Right, you're still on the outside. You're still outside looking in. Right, I don't. I don't think we we get we get. You're not the Chiefs. Buffalo. You're not the Chiefs, no. Bengals, and Bills. You know, <laughs> in the AFC, like, and, right. and I think chart and the Chargers are going to be better next year. Like, there's four right. or five teams in the AFC that are going to be better yeah, no, than the, the absolutely. Dolphins. I still, I still think we're we're solidly in that second tier. I think that it's possible, depending on how much our quarterback health dictates it, but I think we can even be in third tier depending on how healthy this man is and how health, how healthy this man stays going into the next season. You know what I mean? Like it's very possible that 23, 24 fucking we, we revert back and we take a step back. Like, right. If, if fucking Skylar Thompson is starting more than four or five games at quarterback, then we're fucked. Like probably a pro- probably an issue. Probably an issue. Mm-hmm. But right. I mean, no, I, I, I get I, it. There, there is a non-zero percent option of that happening next year. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd probably even put that at like 40 percent that Skylar Thompson is going to fucking start like three or four games next year. Right. That's so, that's depressing. Well, because you don't know how. Oh, healthy... his health and his concussion shit. I right. Tua, wow. how healthy there's is a, he? There's a, there's a, also a non-zero chance that Tua retires. Right. Like, before the draft, he, I mean, he. he if he, I was him, I'd go to seven doc. I'd go to a dozen doctors, neurologists, he, and say, he, "What should I do?" He came out. He came out and said it. Fucking two days ago. He fucking oh, did he? Come, I just came predicted out. it. He he came out and said it, and he's like, "I've heard the chatter." I've heard the uh, the calling for my to retire. Uh, 
at this time, I want to explore my options. I want to explore my health. I want to explore, you know, the meet with doctors and, and get anything, but I'm fully committed to trying to play NFL quarterback next year. But that's not this. That's like, you know, that's not super reassuring but, at that point. But that's half stepping it. Exactly. Like that. That's one of those like, all right, bud, but I don't necessarily think that you're as confident in that decision as you once were. Like, I think that that we're now at a point where, like you said, there is a non-zero chance that you're going to pull a fucking Andrew Luck on me. And then what? Then, and then you're fucked. Oh like, and then like, you're, you know what I mean? you're, you're, you're back to where you were two years ago. And, right. you know, you're beating the Patriots in week 16, but like, that's, that's your calling card for the season. Right. Home. Like that, that, that's my, like in, in the NFL films wrap up of the year, like that's the, <laughs> that's the highlight. And like, I don't need Steve Sable to be like, oh, but they hung tough and really tried this year. Like, I don't like, no. Like I, I, I fucking need me. that. I know. Like, like, so the other problem too with the Dolphins, I think, is that number one, um, they are under the cap by sixteen million. They are, I'm sorry, over the cap by sixteen million. Um, and I'll, between, I'll tell you how we're going to take care of that. We're going to fucking get rid of Mike Gusecki. That that's pretty much already, uh, that's pretty much already written in stone. They want to get rid of Mike Kiseki for some ungod knows reason. And he wants to leave because he believes that if he leaves, he can go to a team that's going to help format and and scheme around like scheme around his abilities and he's going to get 70, 80 catches a year. That's his belief. I believe that, what... he is I believe he is a free agent already. So I that, think that's that's moved. That's his belief. They want to they want to let him go. He's a free agent, bud. Right? No, I know that, but I'm saying like they they don't want to resign him for whatever. Yeah, but they reason. can't. But they can't. They that number doesn't include any his contract. Like he oh, doesn't fair, have a contract. Fair, so I'm saying fair. like they there's 16 million dollars that they're already they have to get rid of 16 million dollars. They're over like because remember they're paying somebody like Tyree Kill. The cap number for Tyreek is thirty-one million dollars. The cap number for Bradley Bradley Chubb is the problem. Bradley Chubb is. His cap number for this year is going to be $22 million. And Taron Armstead, his cap number, $21 yeah, but, million. Dollars. Like, but you're not, like, in a Vic Fangio defense, you're not getting rid of Bradley Chubb. You're not getting rid of fucking, like... And you're not getting rid of your left tackle. Understood. No. Understood. But, like, you know, is, is Jerome Baker at this point still worth... What is he making... 12 million his cap yeah, number is 12 I gonna, million i was gonna say 13 no but i mean they could they could cut him and save they could save 4 million if they cut him um I they mean, could cut byron jones if they wanted to restructure him well that, they that, could cut uh, connor williams they could cut who's another big cut that they could save million. alec ingold you know he's davian howard but lester lester cotton Left guard. Yeah, so Xavier Howard's only giving you, which which is which is crazy to me, actually. They but see, I, but they can't cut Xavier Howard because his if they cut him, the, he's got thirty twenty three million dollars of dead cap. Right. No, I'm sorry, thirty three million of dead cap. Thirty three. Yeah. And they lose twenty three million dollars. They lose twenty three million dollars in the cap. Like it's yep. extra spending. So and it's then, if they cut him the after. 20, 
if they cut them after June 1st, they basically break even on the cap savings. It's a hundred. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Yeah. I mean, they if, could if trade they them after if they do it after June 1st, it goes down to nine, 9.9 around, but they could. So the only guys they could really restructure are Tyree kill, Bradley Chubb, Taron Armstead, Byron Jones, Okba, Jerome Baker, and Cedric Wilson. Those are the only guys. And Jason Sanders are the only guys whose restructuring would save them more than a million dollars. So like, yeah, they could do it. They could they could get that twenty three million, that sixteen million. They could make it back by restructuring. You know, Chubb and Armstead. Let's say they give them extensions and restructure, but you know they're at now they're at zero. Like, okay, what do you do? You know, you hope and pray that that you know your quarterback doesn't decide to like you said pull an Andrew Luck. I mean, look, the reality <laughs> though is, the reality of that is though is that. If Tua decides to pull an Andrew Luck or we help him along with that decision to uh, pull an Andrew Luck, that's nine and a half million right there. Just saying. Mm. Like, if you're the if you are the Miami Dolphins and you believe that his brain is scrambled like a fucking Waffle House right now. um. <laughs> <laughs> Waffles. Do you take do you take the the hit and say fuck it? Like this kid's gonna get hurt anyway. It's nine and a half. We're over the fucking cap. Let let's let's put the pressure. I think you draft a quarterback fucking... in the third round. And that's that's right. better than like, Skylar Thompson right. and you call it a but day. That, yeah, that that's where I was gonna go with that. Like I I could probably get a get an upgrade on on Skylar Thompson and, and that's your that's your plan. And then, and Still then, kind of sucks though. Now, yeah. yes. Oh, absolutely. But I'm over the cap anyway. I can't really do anything. I'm 10 million over the cap. So, the, you know I what, can... though? They'll, they'll find ways. I'm, listen, by the time it rolls around when they need to be under the cap, they'll probably be fucking 20, 20 under the cap because of restructures or cuts, whatever. All these, it's amazing. Somehow it always works out. Yeah, they just they like yeah they do they play the game and they they make it work. It's but, just some teams uh, are in like the Bears are in like this this insane like unheard of position of the fact that like they're gonna they don't have to do a goddamn thing of restructuring and they have like ninety five million dollars to spend mm-hmm. this off season and like and somehow Chase Claypool is still your number one receiver. Well, that's and they're and they're not going to get anyone like significantly better on the open market. Like they're going to have to draft a wide receiver. They're what they should probably do is they should Trade take back. that. They should take that. They should do one of two things. They should keep the pick, draft a quarterback if they don't want to keep Justin Fields for some on God forsaken who the fuck knows reason. Trade Justin Fields and get a haul and a half for him, and then. Draft your quarterback and draft the fuck out of this year's draft because you're going to have 20 picks, basically. Do that, or, which the more intelligent and normal thinking thing to do is keep Justin Fields, trade your trade back, get a haul for your first pick anyway, and and fill out your roster with, with rookies on rookie deals. You know, get a couple of first-round picks, 
you know, and draft a couple of wide receivers and a tight end. I like your first idea more just for the fucking chaos. Oh, I would love that. And and that's been proposed multiple times. I've seen on Twitter. I know, you know, people have said, like, imagine if the Jets traded for Justin Fields. And I was like, no, like the Bears aren't giving up on. You got to give up. You got to give up way too much. So we're saying. So <laughs> they, 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 they they start like why would the Bears do that after a year start over again like they they have a known commodity in Justin Fields I they mean, have a known like I mean ideally the only way that that would make sense is if I'm say like if if I'm the Colts and I want to move up and I say fuck it I'll give you I'll give you one for four and X Y Z amount of picks and X Y Z Hall to go with. What is it? The fourth round pick? The fourth pick? Third pick? Um, Colts. Um, Colts have they have the first round four, and then they have the second round at thirty five. So they'd have to so for three thousand. For. I mean, that's not that's not a bad idea, right there. If I'm the Bears, I trade back to four. I'll give you Justin Fields. They'd have to, they'd have like to trade this year's four. one, probably like a third round. Though this year's three, and then next year's one, to get it to get that done for the Colts, to 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 go from one to four. Like I don't think they like. And if I'm I the Bears, know. I don't bother with that shit because what's the point? No, like, I, honestly, from the Colts, I don't bother with that shit. You're still gonna get a quarterback at four. Yeah, exactly. You're, still get you're talking. You're, you're talking about down. the. You're talking about teams like the Raiders, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints. You know Panthers, these teams yeah. at eight, at some eight Carolina, to fifteen. Know. You know, the Packers, the Commanders, like these teams in the middle of the first round who need a quarterback. They're going to be the ones, and they're going to give up a fucking king's ransom. Boatload. That's true. You know the Packers have. Four seven is it, am I reading this right? The Packers have four seventh round picks this year. Five. I'm sorry. Jeez. They have five seventh round picks and two fifth round picks. What the fuck? They have a one or two or three or four, two fives, no sixes, and five seventh round picks. And commanders have comparatively one or two or three or four, one one in each round plus an extra sixth. Packers have them have eleven. Uh Packers have capital like a motherfucker then. Packers have 11 picks and cap space. Raiders have a ton of picks. Ra- Raiders have a ton of picks from the uh, whatchamacallit trade. Um, Giants have a ton of picks too, but I don't think they're not going to make a move like that. Tony, but they're no. not getting... Yeah, but they got the Chiefs They got the Chiefs pick, right? From Third Tony and sixth trade. round. Somehow the Chiefs still have 12 picks from the, the fucking... from uh, the Tyreek Hill trade. Tyreek Hill. Yep. So see, like that's an organization that you just gotta copy and paste and do what they do because it's insane. <laughs> like you trade away Tyreek Hill, you trade for Kadarius Tony, you have MVS on your roster, and you somehow have Juju. just as good of an Oz and Juju, and you have somehow just as good of an offense and 12 fucking picks in that year's draft after winning Super Bowl. Like h- how? Like h- how does how can teams not look at that and go? Oh, we should do that. Like, how do you just not copy that? I don't understand. Smarter than smarter than everybody else in the room, bro. 
Meanwhile, the Bills, see, like, the problem between the Chiefs and the Bills is this. The Bills only have six picks in this year's draft, and they've hit their ceiling. Like, they're not getting better. They have they've peaked. They've already peaked, and they're not going to get any better, basically, than they already are. Like, they're, they're, they're super, they're, their star skill position players are aging at this point. Like, they're not going to get any better. And so, and yet they're screwed because they don't, they're not going to be able to fill out their roster like these other teams are. Well, I was looking at free agent wide receivers because we talked about that for a second. Mm-hmm. And huh, it is slim pickings. I was going to say, it's very slim. So Nelson just based Higgins. on just based off, just, yeah, just based off money alone, ranking wise, Nelson Aguilar, Sterling Shepard, DJ Shark, Randall Cobb, Marvin Jones, Julio Jones, Byron Pringle, Alan Lazard, Jacoby Myers, just to, just to name what is at the top, top seven top or eight. Yeah, 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 almost top ten. Juju Smith-Schuster, okay, Jarvis Landry, Nikhil Harry. Jamison Crowder. Now we're really getting down on the list because I'm skipping names. Like, it's not great. This isn't the year of the big wide receiver in no, the. It's uh, a terrible year to do this. Terrible. It's year. not. It's not great. You'd terrible. have to make a. Tra- you got to make a trade. Yeah, and then you're using draft capital, and and right. you're not you're not fate. You're not getting contracts you want. You're getting contracts you have to take. Like since like the only thing I would say is like the only the uh, receiver I could think of right off the top of my head is um uh what's his face on Cincinnati um uh Tyler Boyd Tyler Boyd mm-hmm. am I thinking Tyler see Tyler Boyd I think is he's on he's a free agent after this year so he's on the last year of his contract. His cap number is 10 mil for the year. Base is eight and a half. So you got a bonus, got a little bit of per game roster bonus, but, um, you know, they could trade them and they could, they're like, not that they're going to save a lot of money, but they could, you know, doesn't matter. It's, it's all, it's all money this year for them. Um, so here, here's the big them. deal. This is the big year for defense. Yeah. Cause, the top four free agents, according to this, are the Phillies, uh, the Phillies, the Eagles defensive line, Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, all Fletcher free agents. Cox is a free agent about time. <laughs> well, yeah, but still. So Brandon Graham had 11 sacks, Hargrave, 11 sacks. Fletcher Cox had seven. Um yeah, they were they were just insane. That long, that front four, front seven was insane. Now again, they're they're up there in age, but they're all free agents. Fletcher so Cox, I, Fletcher Cox is is thirty three. Fletcher Cox is getting a two year deal. He's not getting shit. He's, he'll probably stay with Philly. He's been there his whole career, I think. Right. He'll probably stay with Philly, but still, I, you know, wouldn't doubt. That they're gonna not, they're they're probably not gonna be able to keep all of them. Hey, you know, you know who's a free agent? Orlando um, Brown is a free agent. He'll go back to KC. That's I'm not worried about I would, that. I snag him if I could. Yeah, you got Michael Thomas is a, technically a free agent. Um, Nelson Aguilar, DJ Chark, Julio Jones, 
Yeah, I mean, I think I as Juju is a is a is a free agent, and he might not stay in Kansas City because they can't pay everybody. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I mean, if I was the Giants, like I, I'd go and sign DJ Chark. You know, if he if he could get him away from Detroit, you know, that's a good that's a good second the two number two number three guy. Um, right. Nelson Aguilar at this point, I think. You know he's thirty. No. You know he's he's, no, he's. I've seen enough of him. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with not t- touching him. Julio, no. Pringle, no. And everybody else is like a number number. Th- I mean, Juju is probably the most intriguing on that list if you can get him out of KC. But, um, you know, I honestly even, think he stays. He probably he might. I guess I don't know. Wow, there's just no. There's slim pickets. You're right. Told you. It's not great. So Kareem, Kareem Hunt's a free agent. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Rashad Penny's a free agent. That's an interesting one. Coming off an injury, though, I think. Yeah. Mostert. Mostert's a free agent. Oh, he's 33. He's done. Don't do it. Boston no. Scott, no. Are the man, the myth, the legend. Boston Scott is a... And Miles Sanders is a free agent. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I've heard... More often than not, that uh, for whatever reason they don't want to pay Miles Sanders. Why? They think he's going to command too much money, and they believe in Kenneth Gainwell, and they believe that they can re-sign Boston Scott cheap and just do a two-headed monster without having to pay exorbitant top NFL running back money to freaking Miles Sanders. Oh, uh, all right. Well, there you go. All right, fine. That's stupid, but all right. A lot of that going around. It's fine. Let's, <sighs> talk, about baseball. let's talk about baseball. Yeah, let's talk about another sport. Football. It it's like been 70... real. It's been fun. NFL. But yeah. We'll, we'll put talk. A... We'll talk around the to draft. We'll put yeah, put a little bow on it uh, on football right now. Yeah, once the draft, the combine gets heating up, free agency. You know, we'll talk, but whatever. Um, so, where do you want to start? Well, well let's <sighs> let's start with um, let's start with the new rules in baseball because I think that's going to be a good jumping jumping off point. So that's fine. Um, that's so. Fine, yeah. Rule number one change for this year um, will be there will be a 30 second pitch, the pitch timer. There will be a 30 second timer between batters and then a 15 second timer between each pitch with the bases empty and a 20 second timer between each each pitch with runners on base. I don't hate it. I don't care. Pitcher must go into his motion prior to the expiration of the timer or be charged with an automatic ball. Mm hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. There's okay. a lot to that. Okay, so that's there's there's the whole thing. Shift restrictions. This is the hot topic. So yeah. as the pitch is thrown, defensive team must have a minimum of four players within the outer boundary of the infield, with at least two infielders completely on either side of second base, or else the penalty will be an automatic ball. The rule is aimed at showcasing the athleticism of middle infielders. Or blah 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 blah. Um. The rule can't be circumvented. Um, you can have players running to the other That's side. 
Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Could you have them moving while the pitcher is in his windup? Or in or so no. So the first ideas of the motion defense: a defender sprinting across the bag into the outfield as the pitch is released, so that he can be in extreme shift once the ball's been play. Um, it's illegal. Umpires are instructed to call this a violation of the rule. But what happens? Like they get a ball. What's they get, a viol- So that's oh, so that the was- violation is they get a ball called against them, which I guess is like. But what if it's a hit? Like, do you really? I mean, they don't. You really care? I guess if you don't care. Um, if it's an out, I guess the out gets canceled and it get, and a ball gets awarded. And so I guess that's what's going to hide. Hmm. All right. Um, rule number okay. uh, the bigger bases. Uh, I saw a lot of memes about this with pizza boxes and. Um... Yeah, the the Domino's, uh, the not Domino's, uh, the uh, Little Caesars box for fucking <laughs> yeah. first base. Uh, bases. I, I honestly don't really care about this too much. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. 18 inches instead of 15 inches. And that's that's it. Those are the ones. The pitch clock, I think, is going to be very good. I think it'll speed up the game. It'll be more palatable to watch. Um, and I think this lack of a shift is going to give players like. Um, There'll be more players. hits. There'll, There'll be, be more hits. hits. There'll be, you know. Joey Gallo well, could hit his doubles and triples now that he said. Mm-hmm. Huh. Remember that. Poor um, Joey Gallo. Yeah. And then. As far as the size of the bases, I understand why they did it. I don't. I'm not going to say I love it, but I don't. I don't hate it. Like, no, nah, it's fine. You know, it that's not going to change. The, that's not going to change the game really one way or too no, much. It's probably safer. It's probably just for the most part going to make a bigger landing spot, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't move the needle one way or another. Honestly, the one thing that I don't like is. The ghost runner is now permanent in extras. That oh, I, I don't yeah, like. I don't like that. I don't like it because I understand why they want the game to end. I get it. But it basically takes all strategy out of the game because now you just bunt him over and then hope for a sack fly. Like, that's really it. So, I don't know. Yeah, you, As for, well, you, you, t- you take the pitching out of it. You take defensive positioning out of it. You take everything out of it. I'm like, I can suicide squeeze it and get my guy over to third, and then it's, it's a dunzo from there. Right, I, pu- I, mean? I push a bunt up the first base side. All right, got a guy on third, one out. I just need a guy to put a fly ball in play, and I have the lead. Pretty much. So, I, I really don't know. Now, that's the only one that really bothered me as far as sticking around. You know, we mentioned last week it. a little bit about the realignment or whatever. That's only if they expand to 32 teams, and they're not really close, I don't think, yet. So, you know, we they're could talk about that. Me- yeah, I mean, they're closer to moving some teams out of Yes, out of the American pot. League to the National League. But, like, you know what the, you know what the problem is? And I guess take a little poll here or whatever, but is the regular season becoming um, not as important in baseball anymore? Uh, I do think that at, with we're moving that what, way, right? Yeah, I think that with what it's now seven teams that get into the postseason from each league. 
right? Yeah, we're moving towards the conference play in the NHL and the NBA where half the league makes the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, you have the three division winners and uh, so yeah, the three division winners and four wild cards, I believe it is, right? Yes, because then they play a two games, three game series, and yeah. then the winners go play, you know, but, whatever. Right, but eat, but there's a total of what? There's a total of twelve teams. Twelve in, out of thirty teams. Yeah, that's that twelve. That's exactly what I was gonna say. So the twelve out of twelve out of thirty teams, or fourteen out of thirty teams, are making it into the fucking playoffs. Right. So ultimately it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like I theoretically theoretically I could win anywhere from eighty five to ninety games and still get into the playoffs. Theoretically. Theoretically, yeah. Like well, you know it's funny, and then like you look at the the NL East this past year, it took hundred and one games just to make a wild card. Okay, but, but like, how many but how many games did the Phillies win? Right, like in the eighty, in the eighties. Yeah, they won like eighty-eight games or some shit, and they made it all the way to the to the World Series. So, like, ironically, like, were this the old way of doing playoffs, like we had done for fucking? Oh no, they they wouldn't have even been close. They They would never exactly. They would never made it. So, uh, I get the arguments for and against, but I'm I'm an old man and baseball purist, and fucking (laughs) I like. I, I liked it when it was fucking the division winners and two wild cards and fucking let's duke it out and let's just do it that way. No, I get it. I, yeah, I, I, totally I get think it. I think this form of wild card has gone one step too far. I think the 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 one game playoff between it to find to decide who's the fourth wild card team was 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 good. That that was I was I was okay with saying okay, you know what. The, the fourth wild card team, the fourth, you know, the one wild card team, you know, was equivalent to a division winner. I understood was kind of unfair, and like I kind of got that. So, you know, make them win a one game playoff, cool. I get yeah. it. Or you could turn that into a three game series, and that would have been fine with me. Like I would have liked that. But that's but it. Now you like, have, yeah, you have, now you have teams. seven fucking teams. Not too many teams. Man. Too many. Well, that's teams. I, I said to Kevin. I was like. It's becoming like the NHL and the NBA. They're gearing. I feel like they're almost gearing us to be think in conference play, where half the league makes it, half the conference makes the playoffs, and the regular season is devalued. Bro, yeah. if, if we get a play-in tournament for the fucking MLB playoffs, Stop. I'm done. done. I'm done. I'm fucking done. Like, well, like we I'm, get I'm the not. NHL style of of standings, which is we, which I I could see that happening more. I I I'm done too. Like where it's like two teams from every division makes it, and then like a wild like fuck out of here. Like because I could see them just doing that. I could see them. You know what? We we've rebalanced the divisions. Now there's five teams in every division in the six divisions, and they'll just basically say top two in each division makes the playoffs. I could see them just fucking doing that. I could see it. So like so here so just NBA for a second as far as who the good teams are as of you know this moment whatever one through eight which is what makes the playoffs the Eastern Conference I'm going to read the teams and I'm going to say at the beginning of the season would you think they're playoff teams or not the okay. Celtics the Bucks 
the Sixers, the Cavs, the Nets, Knicks, Heat, and the Hawks. If those eight teams out of the Eastern Conference would make the playoffs, would you be shocked? No, no, not right. one of them. If I said at the beginning of the year, like games, game one. No, you know those are going to be your eight representatives. You'd be like, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could yeah. swap you know, maybe I could the. That. I could swap maybe the Heat and the Hawks no, for two, but no, but I would say no, probably not. No, like like the Heat with Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero and all that. Right. I'd be like, okay, they'd probably get in at seven or eight. Just right. because and, of Trey Young, I would see the Hawks and be in at eight. I'd be like, yeah, okay, I could fucking see that. Like, and then as in, much and as I don't the, like the sure. And then in the West, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, Kings, Suns, Clippers, Mavericks, Pelicans. Timberwolves, and then the Warriors are percentage points behind. So, like, the again. Kings, the Kings were the surprise team so far. Okay, I'll give but you that it. one. But that's it. Nuggets, you knew were going to be good. So, sub the out the Kings sub out the Kings for the Warriors, even yeah. at the bottom, even in the last seed, you wouldn't be surprised. Nope, it all no. makes sense. You knew the Lakers wouldn't be good. You knew the Spurs would be bad. The Rockets would be bad. The Blazers were on so, the outside looking in. The Jazz were depleted. Yeah, you knew that. That so was one this of is how this is what we're gearing. This is what we're getting ready to see in baseball, especially if they do expand to thirty-two, where it's five teams in every division, and that's what it's going to be. And then you're going to have multiple. You're going to have multiple wild cards play. Not a play-in tournament, but like. Similar to what, what we had, an expansion on what we had this year of the top wild card team hosts the second wild card team for a three game series at the home stadium, you know, the well, top I mean, seed stadium. It's I I hate saying it, but because I mean our fan base isn't really hockey based, but same shit in hockey. Yeah, same shit yeah. in hockey. Well, at least because, with hockey, there's no play in. It's just yeah, but it's the okay. top three in each division. There's two divisions okay, in the conference, but, top three but, plus two wild cards. Like I can right. live with that. It's still but the problem is though, it's just the amount of teams that get in. No, I the agree. league. I, I, the I'm not talking league. about formatting and what results from the formatting. Like right, it's I, just the, the, the top eight teams in each conference get in. There's no funky bullshit play in tournament. Mm-hmm. This, that, and the other. No, I get it. I'm I'm it. less I'm less angry at that. I don't love it, but I right. I don't but hate like, it as much as I hate this right. shit. But but if I if I started if again like to 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 steal John's bit, NHL you have what? If I said Bruins, Maple Leafs, Lightning, Hurricanes, Devils, Rangers, and then I gave you what? It's now looking like. Penguins and Islanders. Would you say that that that's probably the your your Eastern Conference playoff teams? Probably. Right, because you right. figure the cap right now. Right now, it would be instead of the instead of the the Islanders, it'd probably be the Capitals. Full disclosure. Even but, still, I wouldn't be shocked. But Capitals law just lost to Vechkin for the foreseeable future because his dad passed away. So they're gonna they're gonna swoon. No matter what people tell you, they're they're gonna fall off like a fucking. It, it's gonna go to hell there, and then the other team is Florida, and Florida's not playing hot either. So, huh. yeah, I mean Florida not hot. Yeah, so, nah. <laughs> but uh, Islanders would probably be your eight seed. Islanders, yeah. Islanders, and and Penguins are are duking it out for seven and eight. But any like John said, any way you put it, like those eight teams 
you would look at it and be like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. You know what I mean? And then in the West, you have what? Dallas, Winnipeg, Avalanche, mm-hmm. uh, Golden Knights, the Kings, the Kraken, the Kraken, and then the Oilers and the Flames. Yeah, I yeah. think the only thing you could say is I think people thought the the Blues would have been better this year, but you know now they're they're now it now I'm not surprised that they are where they are. But I think oh, you'd but... sub out the Flames for the Blues, and I I think you're I think right, I, but again, or... but we're still talking about ninety percent of the teams. No, that yeah, we're like I'm about. seven out of eight. Like I'm still I'm at worst seven out of eight teams. I'm like yeah, that makes sense. Like that's correct. Right, that's I'm the not, whole I'm not thing. Like that, but that's that to John's point. Like the regular season in all sports, minus the NFL, doesn't mean a fucking thing. Right, you're getting there yeah. because you pretty much know, you know the solid teams. Like you knew Boston was going to be good this year. You knew the Hurricanes were going to be good this year. You knew fucking the Milwaukee Bucks were going to be good this year. The 76ers, the Phoenix Suns, Denver. You knew all those teams are going to be better. Well, you knew those teams are going to be good. You knew they're going to be there. Talk about whatever seating you want because of injuries or whatnot or free agents or trades, whatever, fine. But you knew they're going to be there and in the conversation. In baseball, let's like let's be honest. If you look at last year's playoff teams or just look at the fucking teams now, um, what do you call it? The, the playoff let's teams. Just go fucking, let's just go fucking division by division. So, okay, AL East, Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Orioles, Red Sox. So you got to figure the Yankees and the Blue Jays are probably going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. I I think Yankees win the division, yeah. Right. But, but again, wild card or division, the Yankees are probably going to win 93, 94 games at at the conservative end if they're they're literally bringing back the same team as last year. Plus Rodon. Right. Plus, plus one. Plus, they added a top yeah, flight pitcher, and that's it. Yeah. So, um, so the Yankees get in. Yankees probably win like ninety something games. Toronto probably wins ninety something games. Those two get in, and then the Rays are always nipping at the heels, keeping everybody <coughs> keeping everybody honest. Sure. Okay. AL Central: the Guardians, Cleveland. the White Sox, Twins, Tigers, Royals. Cleveland's probably the class of that division. The White Sox should have been better. I think, but they lost Jose Abreu. Right. So they're going to fall off. I could see the Twins finishing second there because of a of a White Sox fallback, but Detroit and Kansas City are going to be in the cellar. Maybe right. So Minnesota, Minnesota's depending on like how well Buxton and like Correa and them all play. But other than that. So like, what? So maybe the Twins, what, win 85 games? Yeah, right. Twins, yeah, yeah. Somewhere twins, in that neighborhood. Twins 85, but Cleveland's probably still good for like 90, 91 games. Yeah. Right. Okay. So now we go to the West. The Astros, Mariners, Angels, Rangers, A's. So the Astros coming off 106 plus a World Series championship. Probably still get 105 or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, the, so the, Mar- the, Mariners, yeah. the Mariners overachieved, in my opinion, last year winning 90 games. They'll fall back to like that 80, division's 85. gonna be tr- that division's gonna be and tr- then and then the angels are the are, are probably the worst good team out there and they never seem to go anywhere so they're probably slotted for a second or third place finish so again there's no surprises but, in the al but, 
No, but it's the same. It's the same fucking teams. It's going to be the same exact teams in the playoffs again. It's going to be Yankees, Toronto, Tampa Bay, maybe, uh, well, Cleveland, and then maybe Minnesota instead of. I was, was going to say Baltimore. Baltimore is going to be better this year. Baltimore is going to be better. So then, all right, fine. So four teams. I take Tampa five. Bay out and put Baltimore in if it's me. But even still, like, Same, all right, fine. But that's even, one team. Yeah, exactly. But, that's but it. Even, that's my. That's or, my. Or, or or even even so, four AL East teams: Cleveland and fucking uh, Houston, and uh, that's really it. You know what I mean? Like right. Even so now, though, like, and then in the National League, the Braves, Mets, Phillies, Marlins, Nationals. Okay, it's the, it's who's going to get to a hundred games first again in the in the in the NL East? Yeah, and I think Philly might be Philadelphia might be a little better this year. Than yeah, they signed trade they signed trade Turner. A little better. So they're so they're probably they're probably in the nineties range now. But but those three teams are all playoff teams. Atlanta, right. New York, Philly are all playoff teams. So, so, so with that being said, then, so with a division winner and two wild cards coming from one division, there's literally only one playoff spot left because you have to have two other division winners. So, who's that other team? Like that's that's the thing. It's becoming irrelevant now. Yeah, it's you know, it's the it's, regular season is like. It's, Matt. Yeah, it, it it it's then depending. Just, it's on, just get all right. Get through fifty games. We'll see who's good, and then we know who's good, right, but, and we, we get then, confirmation of who's good. All right, get to the end of the year now. It the 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 surprise team, quote unquote, is going to come out of the NL West, and it's either how bad are the Dodgers this year, and how good is Arizona this year? Right, that, and that, and will really the Padres it. actually live up to, to you the know height. their pay their right. payroll? Right. So, like, Probably if not. all banks out correctly, you figure San Diego's going to win that division. And then, how good are the young kids in Arizona now? And then, how much of a step back did the Dodgers take because they got older? You know what I mean? Like, that's really. Yeah, it. Dodgers aren't, that, aren't winning 111 games. They're winning. No. They might still win 100, but they're definitely going to be a lesser team this year. Right. But, like, Arizona could win 90 games this year. It's right. a matter of how good are those young kids. Like, Corbin Carroll's going to be good. Corbin, Justin Lawler is going to be really good. Like, you still got Alec Thomas. You still got a bunch of good dudes on that fucking team. Christian Walker's going to fucking rake. You know what I mean? Like, they, they got. Yeah, they're going to have they a good bats. Team. But they right, might like, be this year's like Baltimore, where all they they start off soft and then they start off cold and then they oh, have no, the second like, half on fire kind of thing. Well, Baltimore's gonna fucking rake this year. Yeah, Baltimore's gonna, 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 gonna be scary good. I, I'm I, actually, I mean, I'm actually curious what their number is this year. I'm gonna take a look. I mean, real quick. so Baltimore, like, and not to go deep dive on Baltimore, but you figure Kyle Bradish is a good pitcher. Mm-hmm. Kyle Gibson yeah. is good. D- Hall and what? That that John Means is going to get you the, another 14, 15 wins. And the then catcher. Grayson Rodriguez. Yeah. Grayson Rodriguez is going to give you fucking 10 wins. Uh, Aldi Rushman is probably, like John said, went from being ALMB, uh, AL Rookie of the Year to was probably legit an all star. Like he's going to he's gonna be there. You know what I mean? Adam Frazier is going to give you fucking 280. And he's going to get you 280 and probably like 60 RBI, 70 RBI. Uh, Jorge Mateo is going to steal 30 bases, 40 bases. Yeah, it's going to be a good team. 
Ryan Mountcastle is probably going to give you fucking 40 home runs, 30 home runs. Like, you're there. And then they brought up this new kid, or they're going to bring up Henderson. And Henderson's probably, like, top one or two prospect in the whole of MLB right now. So, you know like, win totals, Arizona's for Baltimore. For Baltimore's win total is 76 and a half. Really? That's surprising. Over. Over. <laughs> I agree. I, I don't know. What, what do you think the yeah. Mets and the Yankees over unders are? They're the 94, same. 9, 94. 94 and a half. I looked. I, I looked before. Cheats. Cheetah. Yeah. San Diego's uh, at 93 and a half. Really? Yeah, the Dodgers are at nine. The Dodgers are at ninety six and a half, and the Houston Astros are at ninety seven and a half. Don't look now, but but Mister Jacob Degrom's Texas Rangers over under eighty one and a half. Ooh, five hundred. Here we come. Well, uh, whatever. Well, you know what? Good transition. That's what we call a segue in the business. You're welcome. Folks. I did that on purpose. Um, I. You know what? Here's what I'll say. Here's, Here's what I'll say. Was- He's a a little bit of a wuss because he pulled the same shit in New York. And again, I'll play devil's advocate for a second here saying you don't want to blow up spring training and your whole season before you even, you know, throw an official pitch in pitchers and catchers reporting. I get it. But Jesus Christ, you signed this big deal and you talked about how you come into Texas to win and you're already you're already skipping fucking bullpen days because That's of the first sign something. of adversity like what are we doing fucking, yeah well this, he's not he's tiger. not your problem anymore guys no but but this is one of those things where like when he first signed with the rangers like oh i can't believe the mets gave it up and then as soon as this happened every met fan was like yeah we yeah we know this dance we know yeah, how we this know ends. The song and song and dance yeah uh, we've been I've down been, this road before i've seen that i've I, seen how this fucking movie ends Yep, I know this. It's like all of a sudden he misses five starts to start well, the season. See, here's, the, he, here's the thing. I said it when uh, they fucking lost when they lost him. Okay, he was on. He made eleven starts in a in a in a game in a season in which the Mets won a hundred and in hundred and one games. He was not right. a factor. Nope, he was not. He was not a I'm, factor in that season. And down the stretch, he sucked. Yep, I and feel the playoffs, like he I sucked. Be- I feel like I've become the Leonardo DiCaprio meme who points at the fucking screen and is like, yep, right there. Pretty much. Oh, we have left side tightness. Next, it'll be fucking, uh, what do you call Oblique it? Elbow, elbow elbow, soreness or shoulder it'll, weakness. It'll, it's this, or it's always back, so, or, it's yeah, something. It's, it's always something. It's going to be a tear in his scarpendipitous uh, muscle in his fucking trap. Watch. It's going to be some shit like that. that, that, That's what it's fucking called. I know. It's funny. Like, that's where you went. He's going to have he's going to have a fucking uh, burst of sack injury in his fucking elbow or his shoulder. It's going to be some shit like that. I yeah, I'm with you, John. I I hear it. It starts. It starts out. Yeah. With fucking oblique tight or left side tightness. But if it was the regular season, he could push through it. Yeah. See, the problem is in the regular season, he'd push through it, throw five innings, and then he'd be shut down for fucking three because weeks. Because he throws a hundred fucking two miles an hour like an asshole. Well, and he doesn't know what. What is such a dick? Back. It's such a dick move. The, his first his first game back after not pitching for almost two years, his first pitch was a hundred and two miles an hour. Like yep. really? That that the the number wasn't a coincidence, folks. We yeah, trust me. We we watched that fucking game. We knew exactly how much he fucking threw that. We game. were like, why, why? Why is he doing? Yeah, why? Doing? Why? And everybody was was fucking aghast, and everybody was fucking ooing and eyeing at the fucking uh, ooing and radar eyeing. gun. <laughs> yeah, at the fucking radar gun. But 
those who know and those who fucking have seen this guy pitch before were like, holy shit, his arms are going to fall off in fucking three weeks. And what yep. the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. What the fuck happened? Like, those who knew were, were right against it and were like, why Why is he throwing fucking 100 miles an hour? And, right. and now, we're... now we're here. So yep, and my, here we are. My question are. to that is, does fucking Tiger have another tampon on him? Because he <laughs> fucking needs it. Uh, well... You know what? I, I I tend to agree because I just I listen, I'm not wishing ill will and I'm not trying to dance on this guy's grave, but it's just it it figures because if this happened well if he was on the Mets after he saw let's pretend the Mets signed him to the five year one eighty five that he got. And literally pitchers and catchers reported today or whatever for Texas. He would have been and they go he would have and they go, Oh, he's got fucking side tightness in his first fucking workout bullpen of the season in spring training people would be geo and people would be lighting city field on fire yep Yep. you'd you'd be coaxing us down from the ledge like and 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 you'd have other people going well of course this happened because it always happens right so that's to be it feels yeah, nice oh. to be on the other side of it this it's such a relief it's such a such a relief like, Where it's like, oh, well, we don't have to deal with this shit anymore. Well, yeah, and like my, my, it's, my, it's freeing, my, right? My biggest worry this off season or this spring training is how tight is the shirt Kate Upton's going to wear to fucking spring training in fourteen? <sighs> that's my biggest worry, <sighs> and and it feels yes. fucking good to be able to say oh, that's the thing I'm most honestly. The word honestly, you're looking all, for is voluptuous. Honestly, all jokes aside, we just want everyone to get through, and this goes for everyone. You just want your team to get through spring training relatively healthy. That's oh, it. Absolutely. That's absolutely. it. Like, That's all you're like, hoping for. You just don't want to hear on the very first fucking day, especially as a free agent signing, like you know, a big splash. Oh well, he's got to shut it down. What, all, what I wanna, sh- shut all I want to shut down. You just got here. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly. what I mean. What do, you, what do you mean you need a break? You didn't even start yet. Like you, you just you just got out of the cab. What the fuck? Like, like right. how, just, how you just you, you just got the you got the Ferrari off the, the truck bed, off the ply car truck in the garage at the summer house. What are we doing? My my father in law yeah. has has like a joke phrase. He says, Monday hired, Tuesday tired, Wednesday fired. Like yep. it's just it's just like you 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 come to work for two seconds and you know what I need a smoke break. What are we talking about? You didn't even do anything. Oh, I worked with somebody like that once. I was once. that person at a job I didn't like also, too. I used to walk out at 907 like six, six for, hundred for a smoke, smoke break back in the day. <laughs> 907, I got I to gotta go outside. I, Not just, gonna I, lie, just, I, hate- I just put one out at 855 walking in the building. But yeah, 907, I got to go outside. Let's go. And yeah, so begins I- the day. It's it's amazing. I hated people like you. Honestly, I'm I sorry. Know. I hated I never, me too. It's fine. I never smoked I like hated that. Me too. <laughs> I know because I never smoked cigarettes and whatever. So it was always like this motherfucker's going to another break every 15 minutes. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. you know, I went to law but, school with a dude who uh, couldn't help but vape in like yeah. everywhere, and he would literally oh, like hold the vape in his in his fist, his closed fist, and would just go. Like I just like he would in, in class in class like he couldn't fucking he was like I use these to quit smoking well you didn't quit you just, just substituted right and you now made you a lateral fucking, <laughs> you get a fucking hit now you have don't have to wait till you go outside so now you could stay indoors but you take a hit every five minutes 
He was good. He had a, he had another guy whose dad owned a gas station in Jersey. He had another classmate have him like, Hey, can you get your dad to give me the, uh, the cartridges? Just that he was the dude would buy a hundred dollars of cartridges every month, and you're like, you're st- you're you're spending the same money. Like, what are you fucking yeah, doing? Yeah, you didn't, you didn't like, save anything. Oh my god, so dumb. It was so dumb. And and now he has half a face because of fucking cancer. Oh, he's he's That's... he's a mess. That individual. Um, sure he, he graduated. Don't ask me how. No. Um, speaking of messes of individuals, Frankie Montas. Oh, yeah, now it's your t- now it's your turn to fucking bury a pitcher. Easy. Yeah. Well, he's dead in a ditch somewhere. So <laughs> might as well. he's uh, he's uh, he's probably yeah, no, he's the uh, dead in the ditch is not. I wouldn't even say he's just dead. Um, he didn't make it to the ditch because his arm fell off before he got to the ditch. Uh, shoulder discomfort. Hey, let's 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 take a picture in an MRI tube. Cool. All right. Uh, I need surgery. I'll see you in 12 months. What? Yeah. The fuck he's, happened? He's, he's probably done for the year, right? Do the Yankees have to stay away from trading four pitchers from the Oakland A's? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it doesn't really turn out well. Carl Pavano, Javi Vasquez. Well, Wasn't Sonny Gray on the A's? Sonny fucking Sonny Gray. Gray. Thank you. There are three, like, three names I thought of. Uh, so. I, I guess my question is, is like, oh look, they mentioned them in this article. That's what funny. was? Are you are, you, are you reading the post? I am reading the post now. I I, I pulled up the uh, I pulled up the post. Yeah, can you tell? Yeah, it's oh god. I I had Carl Carl Pavano and and Javi Vasquez in my back pocket. Sonny Gray was in the. I was like, oh yeah, Sonny Gray. Grab mm-hmm. that bastard. He so, didn't get hurt. He just wasn't good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He hurt. He hurt me. <laughs> he hurt. Yes, I yes, I understand. Yeah, he he hurt. He hurt Arthur considerably, but th- there was pain dished out in the Sunny Gray experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess my question for that is like, what the hell was he doing that he now is losing his I fucking arm? He the man lost his arm like a bad episode of Walking Dead. So what the fuck was he possibly doing? Well, they said that he was trying to pitch. He was trying to, according to the doctor, said he could pitch through discomfort. So how long has he had discomfort for? I don't know. Because if you signed him, knowing that he had shoulder discomfort, then that falls on Cashman and his fucking scouts. Now, doesn't it? Yeah, wow. it's a it's a hot mess. It's a hot mess for sure. Well, let's see. I mean, yeah, no, it's <clears throat> now they're down a pitcher, I guess, right? Well, yeah. not really. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he was a fifth starter at this point, so whatever, you know. So they'll Which they'll it is. it is what it is at this point. But. Uh, that essentially like covers most of what the uh, the baseball stuff is like. I mean, there, there's little things here and there. Uh, Athletics ha- added another third site for a possible move to Las Vegas. Um, on, on, I guess, fortunately, unfortunately, depending on how much you like Tim Carver, 
Uh, Tim McCarver has passed away. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Before we, sorry about the McCarver tribute here, but last July, Montas was shut down by Oakland before they traded him. Oh, wonderful. So this has been going on. Anyway, proceed. I'm sorry. Yes, rest in peace, Tim McCarver. Yeah, rest in peace, Tim McCarver. I mean, uh, some people liked him. Some people did not. Um, you know, there is a uh, a love and a hate, I guess, for Tim McCarver. Um, if you're from New York, you love him. If you listen to him once a year uh, as your, your lead broadcaster on the NFL playoffs, you probably despise the fucking dude. Um, Deion Sanders obviously despised the guy. Uh, that that's uh, he'll he'll always be remembered for the uh, the iconic interview during '93 '94 World Series where fucking Dion just doused him with nothing but champagne on purpose, and then McCarver freaked the fuck out. Um, but legendary player in his own right, legendary announcer. Uh, he will be missed. Um, it's a sad day for Mets fans. You know what I mean? He be, before Keith and before Ronnie, it was Tim McCarver. So it was Tim McCarver, yes. It was Tim McCarver for for a long, long time. So, uh, in our thoughts and prayers, hopefully uh, the family is doing well, and we'll go from there. Absolutely, hundred percent. And uh, that that covers it for as far as baseball. Um, there is the. Diamond Valley Sports thing, um, yeah. Regional Sports oh, Network going bankrupt. Going bank, yeah. A regional sports network that does fourteen, uh, well, nineteen teams has nineteen channels, and they're going bankrupt. Yeah, you know, they they purposely not paid a hundred forty million dollar interest payment, which oh, that I tells mean, you all you need to know. They're not they're they're going for uh, bankruptcy. Yeah, they're going for bankruptcy court, and they're they're liquidating assets. And I mean, is it a play? Like, it, it it's definitely a play. The only good part about this is that now this will probably help as far as the the blackout restrictions. Yes, because the MLB, MLB has to put the games on. So yeah, exactly. So, so that's the only positive. But other than that, like. 19 teams are, are now without regional sports network or, or that revenue that you get from the real sports network. So that's not good whatsoever, but uh, that that's state of baseball kind of where we're at. And then um, blast, but not least uh, came down to Pike while we were uh, recording uh, Manchester United is actually going to get sold. So oh, they are gonna they are doing this. Yeah, this is they're they're doing this, buddy. Uh, well, Jim Ratcliffe was trying to go ahead and and save us from it being Qatar United, uh, but seemingly he failed, and it looks like that five billion dollar bid for Manchester United from the Qataris is it's gonna go through. Uh, they had a deadline until. Uh, well, essentially, they had a deadline of tomorrow to, to get this thing done. Looks like that five million dollars has or five billion dollars rather has been uh, pushed through and accepted. So it's all over, but signing the fucking paperwork. Signing the paperwork. So this is just an outright buy. 
looks like it. Looks like an outright buy and no finance, like, uh, no nothing, just straight up cash. No, this this looks like straight up. In the immortal words of fucking Randy Moss, straight cash. Oh, You're straight cash. Cool. Imagine, imagine writing that. You, you know, you know, you're not even writing it. Like, do you write a ceremonial check, or does it like just like how does how do you transfer that much money? Like, you know what I mean? I like. Do you show up like Publishers Clearinghouse with a, just a big card? Yeah, like I mean, when I bought money? my house, like there was no like transfer of funds. No, but like yeah, I handed I someone a, I handed someone a check though with the down payment, but like that wasn't five billion dollars. Yeah. That was like that was a couple of that was like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, like like the, like the, there's a bank like a quote unquote bank check for something like that. But like I couldn't imagine like. Like you don't show up with a five billion dollar bank check, right? right. You know what I mean, and you don't show up with like a five billion dollars in suitcase money. Like you just right, yeah. Like I, I I can't imagine like walking around with like a bank check of Scrooge McDuck money, like just being like, yeah, like I I just those are the dumb things I think about. Like, how does that go through? Like you know, obviously, listen, there's a million lawyers involved, so like, sure, you know, there's there's a lawyer, there's lawyers and finance guys, so like, of course, I know how it. I know how it happens. If I was going to make the sale, yeah, if I was going to make the sale, like, the day I say, okay, cool, I agree, do I, like, call the Brinks truck company and do they show up? Yeah, like, like, see, like, that's the thing, like, uh, yes, in reality, I'm sure it's just an electronic transfer, and and of course, like, yes, we have the routing number, we have the account number going to and from, I get it, I understand all that. I, I, you know, I know someone's probably screaming at the thing. Like, what are you a moron? I, I understand. I, I get it. But, but, but I just try and think about that. Like, like what, like you just go to the thing, you shake hand. Like, do those guys even meet each other? Like the guys, the guy who's that, buying see, and see, the guy that, who's that, selling. See that that's a good, that's a very good question. I've also thought about this. Like if I was going to do a $5 billion deal, well, at least I could show like, up. And, like if you're handing me $5 billion, I could shake your hand. Right. Like, but like, does it really matter if if you're gonna no. hand me five billion dollars? Like, <laughs> to, I guess that's just like better, is, is that like a phone term, call? Could this like, have been an email? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like if, is it, that like you're you're already on your private yacht in the Mediterranean? Like, is that just like a phone call from your lawyer going, like, all right, it's done? Like, right, like, or is it a Zoom call? Like, do I just like do we just hop on a Zoom call with an attorney? And be like, do you agree? Do you agree? Cool. Here's the right. All the he- all the heavy lifting's been done. Do are we? This is the final chance to say yes or no before it's official. Do both parties agree? Yes, yes. Okay, we exchange cool. information, and then like you just, yeah. ha- then it's like, what do you just hang up? Like, all right, peace out. Like, pretty like I, I guess, man. Like, uh, it, it's the things like that that will that will make me curious as to how it actually works in like a a sports organization's boardroom, like. When it, or even even more so, like even between a player and like his agent and like an ownership, like I'm sure like the owner, like you said, isn't showing up with like a fucking like like even in the case of like Russell Wilson, like I'm sure he didn't show up with like this big ass ceremony check to just hand him like. No, it's just, just a, like, it's just like they, they they show that picture of them like signing the contract, and I'm sure it has the terms in the contract, but like it's just, you know, it's a piece of paper. No, but but that's what I'm saying. I'm sure I'm sure if we like look close at it, it's like the, the fucking lorem whatever whatever the the, the like the text that you get like the. 
the boilerplate text, you know what I mean? But of like, course. Like, you know, like, what was it? Oh, please include a canceled check in your enclosed envelope so right. we know where to send the money. Like, did, like, did they do that? Like, <laughs> like, I just wonder dumb shit like this. No, but like, it, Joe, it's, a, it's a good point, man. Like, like yeah. Joe Burrow like, said, like, he went to bed with, like, 5000 like, no, I'm sorry, like, $50 in his account and woke up with, like, $19 million in his account. Like, it's just funny, like, how that shit just happens to those guys. Right, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I I would love to, like, for just once, I would love to know what that experience is, or like, even like, the quote unquote game check. Like, if I went to bed, and I was waiting for my game check, like this game check just pops in on a certain yeah, day. Yeah, twelve oh two on Sunday morning. Like, right. That's you, what I'm saying. You see, so like, you see five mil. You see what you know, like a million dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Depending on who I am, like theoretically, at at twelve oh two Sunday morning every week, I get fucking five million dollars in my bank account. Like, I mean, there's something to be said there now for like if I was a twenty. 20- three 24 year old kid with fucking five million dollars every fucking week in my bank account like yeah I well could easily see, i could easily see where these kids are doing stupid shit like that, that, that's oh yeah inside, you, but, you're at the ferrari dealership with a second right yeah like i'll, right, I'll, take, like, three I, I, I'll take three of those <laughs> yeah absolutely like I, I can see where you do some some incredibly stupid shit like that that that's without question but like it, it's it's a life i'll never understand but it's no, especially it's it's one thing to be on the the player side. It's another thing to be on the owner's side, like five billion dollar deal. Like, OK, thanks a lot. You know, I just sold this this legendary team, you know, right. with history and all that stuff. And it's just like, so yeah, someone just had five billion dollars laying around. And they, I said I wanted five billion and they gave it to me. Right. That that that's I think the, the craziest thing about it, like he he gave its number he put it out there and there was somebody who didn't fucking blink no, like yeah no problem yeah, i got it because that, see you know what's crazy about that whole thing is if they were willing to pay five without blinking he probably could have said 10 and <laughs> and, and and it wouldn't have been an issue no so arthur you being the attorney uh this is now a debate that we have that you have to answer for us because we no. can't end this. We can't end this episode without a, a a fucking answer to this. Okay. If in the case of like Manchester United, they sold this fucking team for five million dollars. Yeah. Does and and me and John don't believe it happens, but like we're being stupid here. But like, but the, it's a real question. Does somebody show up with like a big cartoonish ceremonial check? For five billion dollars and hand it over like is there a bank like, check for five billion dollars yeah, like oh thank you know they're, made they're out to candy. manchester united incorporated like what the fuck they're, like yeah they're, they're, um, please include i please wish include, please include i wish it was that check. fun no it's I mean, not they could it's, do it's something a, ceremonial if they wanted but right but like at the closing of that deal it's just like okay yes you agree you agree okay here's our account numbers like right. i get but it like, do, it's do not that simple her? but yeah Exactly. No, I'm talking. I'm but, talking about once the once the details are hammered out, mm-hmm. and like you know where the money's going, and you know who's getting paid. It's and and then all you have to do is just say, "Are you sure you want to do this?" And then like you say yes. Like I just want to be the guy, just like to hand the check over and be like five million dollars to Manchester United Incorporated. Like you know, 
But like you know, LLC, you, Manchester United LLC, see, whatever. Limited liability. <laughs> well, you companies. have to you have to understand these these teams are owned by like thirty different entities. Like oh, I know, yeah, I know. A, oh, a sure, billion sure. dollars is going there. Ten million dollars is going to this like, guy. I get like, it. All right, fine. I walk in with fifty bank checks to each person, and I go one for you. It's like, not I'm like, like Sta- your real estate closing. I'll tell like, you. Like that. I'm like like I'm like, like Santa Oprah. Claus. One, yeah, one like, for the lawyer, one for this guy, one for the uh, the uh, inspection. You know, I, I I get it. I'm just Oprah trying to be goofy here. United. Don't forget you, the taxes. Yeah. You get ch- Don't forget the taxes that have to be filed because those right. those are so, all there's tax returns. All right, so but Joe like, Biden sitting in on this. <laughs> but like, <laughs> the, the, does anybody ever like? Like, all right. No. Do you? The answer is meet, no. Do you meet in person though, or like, can you do it through Zoom? No. Like, no. This is no. All that's, done. What, that's what you pay no, the lawyers all, for. First of all, this is up. all done by the lawyers at this point. Like, right? They just and, show and up. It, there's like, there's like three law firms and account and three accounting firms that are handling the entire thing. And like, this is like where you hire the the big like Sullivan and Cromwell's of, of Manhattan and, and the Ernst and Young accounting firms. And like, they've got 20 people do just doing this for six months. Like this right. ain't fucking, this is not your, this is not your, you know, your real estate closing Joe Schmo for $1,300, you know, you're, you're, to buy your, your Levitt, you to buy your first Levitt, you know, box of bricks on a slab home. Like you know what? It probably actually is really unceremonious where it's probably just two guys meeting where, where it's like everyone just sits around the table. And it's like, all right, everything's in order. Here you go. Here we go. All right, we're done. Let's go have, let's go charge them for a $15,000 lunch. Like, yes. you know, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's something <laughs> like that. I'm sure. But like, yeah, probably th- there, there is the fun of thinking of like, Ten bring truck showing up and being like, we have the money. Like honestly, if I came into stupid money like that by so, you know, I have a great Aunt Matilda somewhere that that's worth seventy trillion dollars. Like I, I would I love would... to just walk in with like a bank check for five billion dollars. Be like, I'd like to buy the New York Yankees, please. Like, you know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Like... <laughs> Sterling, I'd like to buy the Mets. Stevie, right. thanks. Bro, no, but like I, that's what I mean. Like, I'll do like I go walk into Dolan's office and be like, you know what? By the Rangers, the Knicks, and MSG uh, holdings. Here's twelve. Like, uh, here's twelve billion dollars. Like, take it or leave it. Here's a check right with, now. But either a check or have like five guys with like you know they don't three pay, different suitcases. You each. know they don't pay money for those things, right? No, I know they probably pay like oh. artwork, like it's Vincent Van Gogh artwork. No, 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 no. Like it's it's <laughs> well, all. That's how they launder. That's how the rich people launder all, their money. No, 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 no. It's all, it's all <laughs> loans. Everything's loans. It's all a loan. No, not prominent. if you're the not if not if you're an oil baron like the Qataris. Yeah, yeah. Well, they no. have it. No, they. It's it's yeah. not like they can't. It's not about they don't get financing for everything. Like there's down payments still that exist, and but like they're giving them yeah. stock. They're pay, they're literally saying like I don't have ten. I don't have a billion dollars of cash. Like, but I got a billion of stock. Right. That's like when they're giving them a billion the, dollars of stock. When, like when they're giving them Exxon Mobil stock and Apple I, stock and shit. I Trust think because there's because when... it's the it's capital gains and and versus ordinary income taxes and shit. These rich people don't fucking have a billion dollars in a bank. They have stock. They have options. Right. They have they have entities. They have liquidity. They have you know non capital liquidity. Like it's they don't they don't play like they're, no, there's not like a million dollars sitting in a bank account. For well, them. that's like, why when A Rod was going to buy, I think the Timberwolves or whatever. It's like, yeah, he doesn't have three billion dollars. 
So like, Elon Musk. So this is like this is a little inside baseball for rich people. So basically, what rich people do when you get to a certain level is ultimately they don't. If they like if somebody like Elon Musk has a bunch of stock options in Tesla, that was what he negotiated. Somebody like Tim Cook at Apple, like he gets a salary, he gets like he makes a million dollars a year of salary, but he also gets paid in stock options on an annual basis. Why? Because when you sell stock, stock gets taxed long term capital gains between 20 and 25%. That's the maximum you get taxed on selling stock and it's only on the growth. So the value of the stock when you bought it or when it was given to you versus when you sell it. So if that you only you only get taxed 20 to 25% on the profit of stock. So for most people that makes the most sense. What the next level of really rich people do is they don't tip it like when when somebody like Elon Musk says I don't take a salary. Well how the fuck does he get money? Does he sell his stock and pay income taxes on it? No. He doesn't even do that. He goes to the bank and he yeah. takes a loan out. He get, borrows using, money. He borrows money and uses the, the stock options he has as collateral. collateral. Loan. Yep. And yep. so guess what debt isn't what is not done to debt? It's not taxed. So all of that money, that's that debt, the $10 million and the $50 million loans they take that they start paying back and from the dividends on the stock, the dividends on the stock options that they have pay the loan, the interest on the loans, and they have wads of cash that they just took in from a bank that's not that's fucking debt, right? That's a loan that's not taxed as income, right? As long as their and dividends, this is stay how ahead the rich of, people make more money, right? As long as the dividends stay ahead of the interest rate, there's no reason for them to not keep doing it. This is how real estate conglomerates and moguls do it. They just keep they just keep leveraging the real yeah. estate that they buy and the equity in the real estate to get more loans for money to buy more real estate. So this is and how they don't pay why, income tax. This is why I'm this poor. This is why we have Artie on this fucking podcast, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. This he is just, why. You learn learn he, how the rich people do shit. He, he just brought up the intelligent quotient like 800%. Yeah, you want to be you want to be rich in 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 the United States or in in the Western world? Borrow money is is just buy, take, get yourself to a point where you can buy an asset that you could turn around leverage. and leverage right. for loans and debt and just keep pushing it forward and like we keep talking about with NFL teams and the salary cap. It's the same kind of principle. Keep kicking the can down the road because guess what? With inflation and with the the appreciation of growth of assets like real estate and and stocks and blue chips, the idea is that Apple stock is going to keep going up at an appreciable expected rate for the next 15 years. So my leverage, my ability to use the equity in that stock, guess what? In 10 years, I'm going to, even if I borrowed 50 million against it, I still can sell the stock, pay off the 50 million and walk away with another 25 million. Even because right. it was worth seventy five million when I sold it. Right. Either so way, no one, no people, one's. There's no risk you, for anyone. And then you, you, you basically got to, pl- but you took the fifty million and you turned it into hundred and fifty million over right. that ten year period, tax free, because you bought shit, and that's and you turned that fifty million, you made it work for you. That's what the rich people do, like the super rich people in this country do, is they don't pay taxes because they don't own shit. They just keep they have all their equity and all of their assets is leveraged so that they have more debt on their balance sheet than they do assets. And that's how they win. They and they don't make real income. They just spend they spend the bank's money. They don't spend their own money. So welcome welcome I, to welcome I, to finance one oh one. I spend I spend the bank's money too. The only problem is I have to pay it back. Right. <laughs> right. You get a you get a credit card with twenty percent interest rate, twenty four percent interest right. rate. Right. 
Right. Delta Airlines says I'm good for I'm good for a credit card, but I have to pay them back, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, well. exactly. Oh, well. well. All right, so, boys. Uh, last bit of news here, which I thought was funny and I'm done this. Uh, Kylian Mbappe and PSG lost oh, Jesus. Uh, to Bayern Munich uh, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the loss, he goes and says that they lost because the team needs to sleep and eat well before the game, and they need to do so before the return leg of the knockout stage. Uh, Neymar was just spotted in a McDonald's restaurant after a poker tournament eating <laughs> a Royale with cheese. A nice. Royale <laughs> with cheese. So uh, there's that. He doesn't, and he looks worse for wear to begin with. So eat, Neymar checked well. out. He checked yeah, out. So, uh, Sleep tight, eat well, get some rest because top five player in the world is not doing so. So yeah. on that note, get some on rest. Note, friends. Yeah, it's bedtime. Yeah, definitely going to bed. It's midnight this here one. on the East Coast. It's it's yes. Friday. It's Friday. It's wow. All right, we started this three hours ago. Yes, uh, we did. Adios, muchachos. Adios, guys. Have a good one. See ya.